Hello, Legionnaires, and welcome to episode 124 of RPG Digest. In segment one of this livestream formatted podcast, we provide first look introductions or deep dive read-throughs of tabletop role-playing games, also known as TTRPGs. Look at that. Acronym for everything. Go military. Mm -hmm. In segment two, we provide overviews, fundamentals, and the occasional how-to of system settings and the mechanics of various tabletop RPGs. Of course, we will spice all this up with our own thoughts experiences and opinions i am john max leoslo your favorite curmudgeon curmudgeon Cur I, why, it's like two weeks in a row i can't say the word curmudgeon curmudget yeah curmudget <laughs> there we go i'm not that short uh curmudgeon critic and judge along with me as usual is my class 1000 co-host brett heathen dog grissomer invulnerable yeah, there's a couple more you could go to. I mean, you're not you're not beyond or what, what's well, the, what's no, the, what's the infinity 1, one? As everyone here will find out later, is considered invulnerable. <laughs> oh, so. okay. Because you need to be against a cosmic entity for them to actually hurt you now. Oh, all right. So, how was your week? <sighs> it was good. It was good. Um, let's see. Uh, last night in uh, Mech Warrior Five, we had our first team wipe. No, not our okay. Our 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 first time with assault max, we team wiped because we did not know how to use assault max, and uh, I was the dumbest. Uh, I, I I'm gonna clip it. I'm when when I when I do the episodes the the uh, videos tonight, I'm going to clip when I was stupid and went way in front, and then just got lit up by five mechs, and my atlas got cored in I don't know ten seconds. It's just dumb. I got hit by eighteen ppcs and I just died. That's just happened. <laughs> but. The next one, we won. Of course, that that first uh, that first failure cost us fourteen million seatbelts. <laughs> it doesn't matter when you're cheating, though. That's true. Yeah, Dad, Daddy's got money, and uh, he's he's funding my adventure. You know, because I'm a uh, I'm a little trust fund uh, bitch, bay. And uh, you have at least happened. two mechs in your arsenal that I can't even get yet, and I'm ten years ahead of you. Yep. Because he's cheating. It's not. It's not cheating when when Daddy's got money. It's cheating when you hex code out the money I that you have. hex code anything, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Warbucks can't buy enough shields. No, well, if if Mech Warrior had force fields, and and the uh, force fields were tied to the amount of money you have, I'd be immortal. But that's not the way it is. So, yeah, uh, uh, money money can't buy skill. How about that? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I was telling him before the stream that, that I hear them talk because uh, I was, I try to pay attention a little bit. Yesterday I was working on some things, but uh, pay attention. And I keep every it's like this weird thing. Every time I came in, I kept hearing, wait, 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 wait. Oh, we got a salt mix. Oh, we got, we got, oh, this is going to be a tough one. It's 400 tons. It's like, um, well, there is a little bit of overlap. You know, if you got that Venn diagram there, there there's, there's some, you know, middle there. Typically, who cares about the weight? Look at the difficulty. When, especially since you're using the mod, which is a good mod to have, um, the one that uh, you know shows you the missions and so forth. Yeah. When it shows that difficulty number, uh, well, you guys are four players, so fifty shouldn't be a problem. But when it starts hitting like you know seventy-five and eighty, you might want. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like I'm, uh, Mar Hawkman and I are brand new to the game. Just started last week, so well, a week and a half ago. So you know, I don't know these things. So yeah, that's the way it is. 
I would think that Sheriff would want to pass on information to you guys. So I'm, I'm oh, no, sure he, that he's played he a lot more than me. Information after the fact, like, oh, like after I'm, after I'm a smoking Hulk on the ground, it's like, oh, well, you shouldn't have done that. You should have done this. Well, thanks a lot, Captain. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Douchebag. His nickname is 2020. There you go. <laughs> so what um, about you? What did you, you do this week? Um, I fell behind on more Legion of Mist stuff. Uh, I finally got most of my texts done um but uh yeah i have to uh, submit those I, i've got some weird things because the air force still hasn't fully paid me back and i found out and he found out that this was going to happen like he to pay his taxes he had to not pay his internet so there's that he probably just hit the wrong button or something dumb like that while he's doing that let's look at the let's look at some chat reactionary principal gaming Good day. Good day to you, too. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Good I got job, buddy. Something went wrong. Make sure you're connected to the Internet. <laughs> yeah. How in the world did you team wipe? Crafty, it's easy. If you're really stupid, it's easy to get blown up. And that's what I did. I got blown up and it started the domino falling. And that's what happened. I was talking with a guy about War Thunder at work a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I used to play War Thunder a long time. I do the airplane stuff because I suck. Uh, I do the tank version of it. And when I played, all the Russians were cheating. Like they were, they were shooting through buildings. <laughs> they were, oh, they were okay. like they, they could see you like through stuff. Like like there are some absolute. There are videos out there. I mean, apparently they fixed all of that. But because uh, I played like I don't know seven eight years ago, uh, when the tank thing was somewhat new. Yeah. So I went. I, I liked War Thunder as far as tanks go better than World of Tanks, but. I didn't like the community. Uh, well, from what you told me, the World of Tanks community is not great either. Oh, the World of Tanks community is just totally caustic. But, uh, the, well, I mean, well, some of them do cheat, and it is just much bigger. You can kind of sit there and do your own thing, look at the maps, and figure out what's going on. Like, I don't talk to people when I play, you know, unless I'm playing with like folks I know. I just follow the crowd and, and shoot. And when I see one tank go this way and 50, you know, and 14 go this way, I'm not going to go with the one. <laughs> like, like maybe the right thing to do would have been, you know, split it up like, you know, 10 to five or, or, you know, seven and eight, you know, something like that. No, if I see one going that way, I know it's wrong to go this way, but fuck you. I'm going this way because going that way just means I die before I get to shoot. But uh, anyway, um yeah what was i saying what were we saying about MechWarrior online i wonder or was it oh we were talking about my work right yeah oh yeah because the air force wasn't see look at that's what i got cut off for the air force was refusing to pay me back and now they're trying to hide it um yeah they're trying to give me a whole bunch of crap the lawyer who was working on it quit <laughs> and i didn't know that and he didn't pass on my information to anybody so i'm kind of starting from scratch again for a couple of the last two reimbursements i'm supposed to get yeah it's great Everything's supposed to be done in under a year, and I'm pushing two years, and they're just starting over for a couple of them. Good job, Air Force. Uh, but uh, yeah, other than that, and then they took away my uh, my Misophonia computer, <laughs> the one that I have my headsets on, listen to YouTube oh, videos. Laptop. Yeah, the the laptop. Um, and to be fair, they didn't take away mine; they took away everybody's laptop. But uh, yeah, so my one access to the outside world to see what's actually happening in the world of Legion of Myth, because I did have Discord on there, as you guys know, and so uh, I wasn't the only one. Uh, yeah. All that's gone, so uh, now I have to like listen to people with their allergies all through the office and you know not stab them. And 
and I can't follow with Legion of Myth. I can't do anything on the side. And you need to buy a 2005 iPod. <laughs> I, I can't. No, I can't. You can't bring anything electronic in there. Well, it, it doesn't have any Bluetooth. It doesn't have any wireless anything. Can't bring anything not approved electronic in there. Those laptops even had to be approved, which is funny because how do they get approved? I don't know. I'm not going into the situation that happened, but uh, <laughs> somebody approved something that shouldn't have been. Well, then you can bring a record player. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Nothing high tech about this. Yeah. Bring a Walkman. Uh, I, they, I would have to give it to the security office. They'd have to check it for a week and a half. and. I mean, there, there are people who, uh, I don't know, in this office, but in offices similar to this one that have Fitbits and so forth. But this office said, don't even try. We're not going to approve it ever. I'm like, good. I don't, I don't want a Fitbit. <laughs> I mean, I can't even bring my Remarkable in there. And all it is is a nope. Can't do anything with it. They're like, yeah, is electronic? Yep. Nope. Headsets. Sound deadening headsets. They're all wireless. All of them. Well, at least all the good ones that cost more than 25 bucks. Are all wireless now. Guess what? I can't bring in the office. Anything with wireless connection. So other than that, uh, yeah. So if you're like, wow, Max hasn't been uh, doing a lot on Discord, or hasn't been doing, you know, hasn't been keeping up. Like uh, I didn't even promote the videos on Friday because I had to come home and just get ready for the Friday chill stream. So the Friday videos, I mean, they're on YouTube. But that's that's it. Uh, you sent me a, your clips of your Mech Warrior stuff. And I usually do that while I'm taking a break or something. Oh. My internet's going to shit again. Yeah, you, you kind of froze for a second, but you're better now. It's slowly getting better. This is weird. Restart my router every Sunday morning. So um, anyway, yeah, uh, I'm going to try to keep up with what I can keep up with, but just know that I spend a lot of break time on <laughs> doing leads to missed stuff there. So... That might have to uh, slow down. I might have to teach Heathen Dog how I put uh, everything up on on his website or YouTube channel. It's still yours. Yeah, I don't own it. <laughs> so that's that's it. So yeah, just falling behind on stuff. It is hot. It's like seven hundred fucking degrees in my room for some reason. Heater's not on either. I have the opposite problem. This this space right here. All of the heating vents are on the other side of this tapestry that is wall to ceiling. And only and it goes to the wall, the sidewall here, and it has about well, eleven to ten or eleven inches of clearance from the wall over here. So all the heat is just behind here. Just back here. And it doesn't get here. The only heat I have is from this TV. That is it. When I when I'm streaming, I like I don't normally like to be cold, but when I'm streaming, I'd rather be cold than hot. Because when I'm hot, I just, you know, I feel gooey and sweaty and shiny. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, normally I like heat. <laughs> not Alabama heat, though. God, but we're not there yet. Thank you. know, we, we, We've got some cool days. You know, I can wear a T-shirt during the day. Got to wear a little jacket in the morning. Yeah. I can deal with that for now. But that's it. I, I have nothing else of interest going on at this moment. Did literally no writing this week. As far as like, you know, games go and. Oh, yep. my wife uh, hurt herself in a completely stupid way. And so you're going to broadcast this? Oh, yeah, definitely. We have a we have a heating pad. It's a it's a one of those microwavable heating pads. 
what's well, like got little little stones in it or something like that and you microwave we use, it we use rice bags but yeah 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 it gives off heat and and uh uh humidity you know yep. so it's it's nice well she put it you know, i told her hey your neck hurts but you use a heating patch go oh, okay so she microwaved it put it on and was like oh that's not hot enough microwaved it again put it on it was burning her skin she left it on the next day is like, my, my neck hurts. Can you check it out? I'm like, oh my God. I look in the back. There's like eight blisters back there. They're oh, half wow. of them popped and they're all messed up. Said, no, you're whatever plans you had. Uh, urgent care is the new plan because this is all infected. This is going to, it might as well be infected right now. Just rub no some way. butter on it. God, there's no way to stop this. It's going to, it's going to be infected. So she goes to urgent care and, and now she has this silver sulfide stuff she got to put on and rebandage all the time and and clean with saline. Well, no, it's my job because it's right there. She can't reach that. So that's what I do now. But have you ever like put a heating panel like, wow, that is burning. I'm going to leave yep. it on. No. Yeah. See? <laughs> yes to the first part. No to the second because we yeah. got a bunch of rice bags here and, I, and, and we use them. And uh, I have had it a little extra hot for my back but never my neck and i've never given myself a blister yeah i don't it 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 bought it baffles my mind i can't even understand the thought process see i'm looking for soothing heat not Not, ow 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 going god this is her working right oh my god this is hot enough to to give her half a dozen blisters yeah she kept it on i i can't understand that does she have that disease where your nerves don't work well she's used to pain because she has basically constant headaches okay so she's used to pain. So she kind of pushes through most things. So she's her own worst enemy. And uh, Mac, we see you. I already marked attendance. So, yeah. Girl's skin is weak and fragile. No, my skin is weak and fragile. I have very, very thin skin. I, I, I can handle most pain. The one pain I cannot handle is headache. That's when I turn into a little bitch. Ah. Other, th- other than that, I don't know. My wife's always like, you should go to the doctor. I'm like, it's just pain. <laughs> like, she probably means there's something wrong. Might, but I'm, I can still move the arm. I can still, I can still walk, whatever. I'm that guy. I'm, an, I'm that guy that's going to die too young because, you know, if he would have just called the doctor. <laughs> At any point in the last two years where he's had constant pain in this area, they would have caught the cancer. Yeah. And then he wouldn't right? have died. Yep. That's you. That's me. That's absolutely me. That's awful. I, I look at it two ways. Uh, number one, um, when I was a kid, I was kind of a hypochondriac. So I, you know, I got a lot of grief for that. And number two, when I go to the doctor, you know, I'm, usually I'm somehow near somebody that just got shot or stabbed or electrocuted because, you know, wife threw a toaster in the bathtub or something, you know. And so my disease or whatever I've got just doesn't seem as important anymore. <laughs> like, oh, am I before him? No, you, you, oh. you see them bleeding and then you just pass out. Oh, there's that. Hey, yeah. that would actually get me in sooner. That's true. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. If, so, if you passed out in the waiting room and a nurse actually saw that, she would be legally bound to, to help you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right. Pain is weakness leaving the body. I worked for the Marines too. Um, oh, talking about wives, I should probably say this. Hold on. I got to do math. Yours only wanted a green card. She finally admitted it. <laughs> Yet, well, we're on the second one. 
22. Okay, so we've now been married for that many years, plus 10. <laughs> so for uh, 16 years, today's our anniversary. Yay, happy anniversary. So that means three days from now, I le- uh, 16 years ago, I left Japan. <laughs> Happy birthday, honey. She got me a card of a squirrel dying. Well, or... Or she said, it's me singing. Oh, Uh, no, that's Whitney Houston's song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I decided to serenade her. That was a horrible mistake. She pulled out the rolling pin. Yeah, that's a logical reaction to what you did to her. (laughs) Well, I thought the squirrel was running in fear. Does not look like a happy squirrel. I'm sorry, you know. Ah! Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I have a clever what? Yeah, right. Too clever. Clever, clever girl. All right. Uh, anything else? Yeah, I, I, that, that's it. I am sweating, and I don't like it. All right. Now that I said that, are we ready for? Shivering. I don't like it. Can we have a little balance here? <laughs> That'd be great. We'd have a real room if we just shared our temperature differences. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that'll help if you don't blow up my computer monitor. Oh, I did this time. Good. So what uh, What are we doing with uh, with segment one today? What are we well, looking at? I was going to go through the other proclivities first. Oh, okay. I can do, do that, that as well. I have to get to that page. Um, there we go. All right. Well, segment one. So we're gonna. I'm gonna have. To, I thought about this. Oh, could, hang on. Nerdy Ogre has a point. Watch this. There. God, it's no, cold. You're cold here. and I'm hot. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Jesus. Oh, god. You sweating? Did you put on deodorant? Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, what was it? To- oh yeah. So I thought I could have ended Mutant Chronicles today. This could have been the last, the, the last, uh, last stream of Mutant Chronicles. There are f- kind of four things left to talk about, and usually we split them up into three. But I thought about it. I was like, well, you're going to be gone on the 19th. Yep. So it'd probably be better just to end it next week. Okay. Then we got that spacer, and then we just pick right back up with Conan. Sure. So I'm only going to cover two things today. I'm going to cover the art, which is... Good guy magic, not heretic magic. Oh, so, lame. I know. Last week, last week unlimited we had... Uh, power. Uh, yeah, last week we had unlimited power with the dark symmetry. Today we're going to have limited power with, you know, <laughs> Luke Skywalker magic. Uh, <laughs> Bitch power. And then, yeah, right? <laughs> and then we're going to go over equipment. I That was the other thing I debated. You know, I don't have to go over spaceships and equipment and so forth because it's just... Spaceships and equipment. But the two things we're going to be talking about next week are kind of tied together. So I I decided, yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just do that. So if your if equipment bores you, because we're going to talk about assets as well, because that's one of the things we talked about during character creation. Um, so if I, if I forget to mention assets in the equipment section, say, hey, you're supposed to talk about assets. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah. So two weeks left of Mutant Chronicles, and then we dive into Conan, which... Probably very be a very similar in format to this. What the fuck is a rag? They're, they're oh, somebody, to don't somebody about talk it. about Raggy. We don't, don't want no no Raggy streams naked. No, I don't want to see a fat naked guy. 
That's too much representation right there. Well, every day in the mirror. Ah. Who looks in the mirror? Uh, don't look in the mirror. What, you don't get out of a shower and corner your eye? Corner your eye? No, I have all those things broken, man. If I broken. see myself. <laughs> You're a fucking vampire. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank all of you wonderful people who support us monetarily. Your gracious donations help us provide giveaways. By the way, we are one, when I looked at it this morning, one. One subscriber yeah, away from 4,000. One. So, uh, yeah, uh, we'll have a, a a small. It's just gonna be a small one this time. Four thousand's not, you know. It's another. It's another tick. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I don't have a lot of stuff. And after all the money I spent last year with Legion, I'm gonna tone it down a little bit until we hit five k. Uh, then we're gonna. Then I hope the sponsors will pay for it all. <laughs> anyway, uh, but you're going uh, gracious. There we go. That's the word. Gracious donations help us provide giveaways, produce more content, and generally give back the Legion Myth community as a whole. And of course, we appreciate everyone who subscribes to Legion of Myth. Like I said, we have $39.99. You can buy Legion of Myth for $39.99. YouTube subscribers, and we're thankful for each and every one of you. So check the description linked below. I'm actually paying attention to Rumble today for those who are there. For our merch. And et cetera, et cetera. Okay, before I do this, I have to get segment one up. I'm not ready for segment one looking at something else working on that watsy sponsorship you know what i hate watsy but i love money so i will cry myself to sleep but i'll sleep like a baby i won't <laughs> i won't do it well i would do it if long, as long as i don't have to follow the rules no money always has rules attached to it then no so i'm not yeah. gonna be told what i can say and what i no. let me let me say this better i'm not gonna be told what i can't say <laughs> you want me to say something? I can probably fit that in. You want you want to tell me I can't say something? You can go fuck yourself. I mean, go go um, fornicate fornicate with, with your mother. Yeah, because this is uh, not supposed to be so poopy languagey. Uh, that's there. That's there. And that's there. All right, good. Ooh, finally. All right, for segment one today, we are slowly winding down and coming to the end of uh, Mutant Chronicles 3rd Edition. We've got four segments left, two this week and two next week. And then Heathen Dog abandons me and I'm going to be rocking in the fetal position, crying, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Oh, I have plans. By himself. Probably not. I might have a guest. Oh! Don't it's probably because because you're going to be relegated to... No, no, no. It's probably a guess that you're going to be mad that I have on the show. <laughs> That's okay. why I'm saying it publicly. So if anything happens to me, you know who did it. All right. I, have, I don't have it solidified yet, but uh, probably have a guest in two weeks. But we'll see. You'll follow our Discord and you'll know. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> we're going to start off by talking about... We talked about dark symmetry, evil, dark roddy magic last week right well today we're going to talk about the art of the light oh and it's kind of weird how they talk about it in the book and in fact i had to page through it a few times to see if i was missing something and no the book is missing something not me unless you people in chat are ready to correct me which i know you are because you guys like to do it so much so but before you correct me how about this we believe that role-playing games should take place in fantastic worlds and the focus of the game should be on role-playing and having a good time. Our core values are escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, and organic inclusion, not forced diversity. 
I got to change the Friday Night Chill stream. I still have all the old stuff for this charity. <laughs> Nobody can donate to the Friday Night Chill stream. You have to do all your donations here. But the charity we support is the Wounded Warrior Project, a national nonpartisan organization whose mission is to honor and empower wounded warriors. You can scan that little QR code or use the link that is on the screen there or in the description below if you just like to click. And there we go. Our schedule. Thursdays and Saturday evenings on twitch.tv slash legionmyth. Watch Heathen Dog and his team of Dirty Casuals play multiplayer games currently Mech Warrior 5. And it's uh, a little bit I get to watch is, is almost comical. <laughs> uh, they get the biggest mechs in the game and they take five steps and blow up. It's great. No, that, that's me. That's usually just me. Okay, well, I mean, but you're the one streaming, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you want to blow up vicariously through me, just go ahead and watch. You'll get it. There you go. <laughs> and, of course, here on the YouTube channel, you can watch these game-related segments on Sundays at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time or the Friday Night Chill stream, where people apparently didn't like that I toned it down last week. See, I keep getting mixed messages. Stop ranting. Rant! <laughs> what do you want? I'm confused. Uh, but uh, yeah, we, we, we had a little mini rant in there, but then people were tapping their feet, crossing their arms, going tap, 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 tap. Uh, when are you going to say more poo-poo words? It's like, I wasn't planning on it. I quit. <laughs> and of course, this is a discussion, not a tutorial. So subscribe for more discussions and less tutorials. Woo. All right, let's present this. Now you've got chat because I've got to read the book. Okay. All right, oh, we can make that just a touch bigger. There we go. Now it's bigger. Uh, is that the right one? Yeah. All right. So what we're going to look at today is we're going to talk about magic. And I think I can click here if I remember correctly. So that's dark symmetry, corruption. Well, actually, let's talk about what we have left. We have the art of the light. Yep. Then we're going to just zip through all of this later on today up through armor. Uh, assets we probably spend a little bit of time on just because it is a character trait. You know, it's, it's on the character sheet in terms of that's how money works. And since it's not just a dollar for dollar kind of thing, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. But that'll be in the next video. And then um, then we're going to talk about Dark next, next week, if I can talk, Dark Souls and Apostles and the Dark Legion. And then we're going to be done. The rest of this, you don't need the rest of this to get in the game. If we haven't got you into the game by now, you're not going to get into it. There we go. And there are specific books on the factions. The little bit they tell you here, eh, we've already told you enough. So there you go. That's next week. So let's get to the light. Where's the light? Out of the light. Oop. Let's go to the, oh, I hope you don't hurt me, Magic. <laughs> that might be what it is. Okay. So we talked about heretics last week, right? Yep. Well, when we were doing the character creation, there was there were some options in there to be educated by the Brotherhood. Let me be very clear about something. I don't think like that. I don't think I don't think you have to be part of the Brotherhood to to, uh, to do magic, but you have to gain your magical power, so to speak, your magical education during the character creation life path, or you don't get it ever. Really? You, you can't learn it through roleplay? Uh, apparently, either no, or it's really difficult, and the GM has to make a call on it. Huh, okay. I say that because, once again, I did, this time, I, and like last week, I did actually go through the chapter a little bit, I just didn't read it word for word. So, alright. 
any state of the art begins with innate talent. So that kind of, you know, that's the life path right there. You can, you kind of have to have that focus. Uh, and through this talent seems to grow more. Wow. And though this talent seems to grow more widespread with each passing generation, none can tap into the energies of the light without this talent. Got it. Uh, so player characters do not possess any natural capability to we uh, wield the art. Let me zoom in a little bit. This must be unlocked during okay. character creation. Wow. By making certain choices or rolling certain events. Now, this if you be really strong magic, or else this is just dumb. Well, I think it's a couple things. One, I think of it as the Jedi syndrome. You don't want every player in the group to be a Jedi. And two, if you're going to go that route. You can spend character points to say, okay, I now I'm taking the brotherhood, you know, education level. Okay. So, so it's not like it's impossible or, oh, well, I didn't roll high. I didn't get my 17 careers, but I can't be a paladin. No, you just have to make some choices. That's so I don't really have too much of a problem with it. As long as that's the mentality that, Hey, we don't want the game to be walking around. Everybody's a sorcerer. But uh, otherwise, characters unable to tap into the light and barring some unusual circumstances will not be able to obtain that ability. So that kind of answers your question right there. Unusual yeah, there is some kind of role play nonsense that can happen, but it's going to be few and far between. Yeah. Characters desiring to wield the art must also invest in expertise in the mysticism skill. Now, right. it's, it's weird to me. Maybe I'm thinking about this game incorrectly. When I think of a skill, say, let's just we're talking about it now. So let's talk about mysticism, right? Sure. My brain automatically separates expertise and focus because I know that expertise makes the role easier and focus makes criticals more often. Sure. I, I just get that. But when I was skimming through this chapter, my eye, for some reason, just kept stopping when things like this, uh, mysticism, focus is a useful tool as well. Right. I want more crits. Like, like, why is that necessary to say? Like, it's just, I don't know, it seems weird to me. Like, like somebody doesn't understand that, that focus is important, that, uh, that the skill is separated between expertise and focus. But I don't know, maybe I, maybe I read too much into that. Uh, beyond that, the mystic talent and mysticism expertise one will only grant a limited and basic set of abilities. The more complex and powerful spells that brotherhood mystics are known for require further training and effort to obtain. Okay. All right. Now, okay, I missed this sentence when I read earlier. This just answered my biggest problem with this chapter. Okay. <laughs> These spells are divided into seven aspects. And they call those aspects uh, a color of light. So think Roy G. Biv. Sure. And I was, was just breaking my brain when I was skimming through this. I'm like, I only see four. <laughs> Where are the other colors? But uh, here we go. This answers that. These spells divide in seven aspects, four of which are presented here, each covering a set of spells related by theme or function. Okay. Each aspect. So it's kind of like mage magic in a way. In, sure. in, in uh, that's Don't compare it to that, but I'm just saying where no, you I have your time, it, your correspondence. To, to get a certain, a certain class of spell, you, you have to first have that, that uh, color spectrum. Right. Uh, and, and if you want to look at it like what we talked about last week, the dark symmetry... Well, it depended which, uh, which, oh my God, uh, demon lord, yeah, yeah. <laughs> demon lord or whatever, <laughs> I forget the name, <laughs> apostle you followed, right? So here it's which color of the spectrum of light that uh, you attuned to. Somebody's being, that's not the right terms. I don't care. Yeah, 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 shut up. 
Yeah. Each aspect has its own talent tree, providing access to increasingly advanced and complex spells and related abilities. I did not look at those, and I intentionally did not look at those because I wanted to be surprised when we did things today. Because I okay. want to go, wow, these spells are pretty cool, or these spells are dumb. I, I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna be Vader. Yeah. Right. Have All more right. fun being Vader. So talents of the light. Remember, talents come from skills. Once you sure. have the skill. Uh, depending on what goes on in your life, or if you spend some character points, you can increase the talents in there. I'll remember, it always started with one, and then, the, then it broke into three trees after that, right? Sure. Let's see what we've got here. Characters who have studied amongst the Brotherhood in the Ways of the Light will have access to the following talents. The first, Mystic, is available to any character who went through an apprenticeship in the Brotherhood and cannot otherwise be obtained except by the GM's express permission. Sure. Maybe you got too much uh, dread and you just decided that you're going to become a holy angel or something. I don't know. It's dumb, but I'm just, I'm, I can't think of why all of a sudden you'd be like, oh, I'm a mystic. It's, it's that whole God touch thing. Well, no, it's, it's more like a, uh, you're, you're, you're a survivor of a horrible, horrible event. And it was a one in a billion chance you survived. You were the only survivor and you have to make sense of that. And a lot of people turn to the church. In this case, the brotherhood. In this case, the Brotherhood. Personally, I would become a heretic because that sounds fun so far. All right, sorry, sorry, go on, go on. The others can be purchased as normal. These talents and the art talent trees later are all regarded as mysticism talents. All right, so mystic, prerequisite, you must have Brotherhood apprenticeship education. Sure. The character has, through much study and great effort, learned to harness the supernatural potential within himself such that he can conjure potent effects from the light. So uh, you can cast spells. That That... You know, this is a nice, art, nice, artful way of saying you, you can, you can. During character creation, the character may always select mysticism, mysticism as an elective skill for any career chosen. The character learns three basic spells, which you may attempt to cast using the mysticism skill. All right, so what's next? With spiritual fortitude, you must have mystic and willpower expertise of one. The character has fortified his body and mind against the terrors of the dark symmetry. He may re-roll 1d20 when making a willpower test to resist mental assault, but must accept the new result. And if you remember when we went through talents, almost mm -hmm. every first talent is you get to re-roll. Yeah. Devoted inquiry. Now mm -hmm. you need mystic and insight expertise. The character has gift for discerning the influences of dark symmetry and reduces the difficulty of insight tests to detect the effects of dark symmetry by one to a minimum of one. So remember, <laughs> difficulty, uh, the number of uh, successes you need. She's a witch. Burner. Yeah. How do you know? I can feel it. <laughs> oh, okay. Burner. Uh, is, there anything to, is there anything else in here I wanted to talk about? Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, okay, a mystic may voluntarily. Yeah, this is good. A mystic may voluntarily suffer mental damage in order to purchase additional d20s before rolling a mysticism test to cast a spell. So, um, very flagellistic. Right. <laughs> so each additional die added in this way inflicts a single mental wound, and a mystic may not gain more dice in this way than his total ranks of, oops, mysticism focus. Now, here's the fun part. The darkness is ever eager to capitalize on the weakness and missteps of those who wield the light. However, and thus should a mystic character choose to buy additional d20s by adding points to the dark symmetry pool, each d20 adds two points. 
instead oh, of the usual one. That that's why they want to they want to hurt themselves because if they do it the normal way, when when they buy points and add to dark symmetry, it doubles the dark symmetry. That is bad. As normal, a player cannot purchase more than three bonus d20s by paying dark symmetry points. Oh yeah, but we'll get so casting spells. Oh crap! I was gonna avoid this, but I think I actually have to read it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. Just trying to find things to skip and can't. Uh, using a spell requires a mysticism test with a base difficulty determined by the spell being attempted. So again, we only right now know what um, the dark symmetry ones were for what we talked about last week. But it's the same thing. It's got a difficulty, and you have to make a mysticism make a success or two. Now, what what on was it last whatever. week? It wasn't mysticism. What was the role last week? I forget. What do you mean? Oh, uh, for the dark symmetry. Was it was it willpower? Um, I, I forget what. Oh. Yeah, whatever. Hey, you know what? We can watch last week's video and find out. <laughs> there we go. Uh, this can be modified further by environmental conditions or other circumstances, as sure. the concentration necessary to wield the light is a fragile thing. Mm -hmm. This functions in the same way as an ordinary skill test in most regards, with a few differences to reflect the unique difficulties and challenges of casting spells. Firstly, by the way, good. I, I, you know, I call out writing a lot for bad writing. This, thank you, because a lot of times people just write first. This is what you're supposed to put firstly. So okay. good job, book. All right, firstly, the repercussion range of a mysticism test to cast a spell is increased by an amount equal to the spell's base difficulty. So you're casting a difficulty two spell, and your repercussion right now is only 20. You're, you're, you're doing fine. You're just that natural 20, right? Well, now it's an 18, 19, or 20. Just wow. That's, that's, that's a really big hit right out of the gate. Yep. This penalty stacks with any other increases to critical failure range, such as from untrained skill use or maintaining concentration spells. So if the character would have a larger repercussion range due to dread, that range is used instead. Which, wow. when I first read that, I was like, wait, what? Because the worst I, one. Well, the, the, you know, is it's better to use the worst one than combine them together. That's true. Because that's what I thought it was going to be. When I first read that, I was like, are you kidding me? Why would you ever cast a spell ever? Because you're going to have like a repercussion range of like 12 and higher. <laughs> but no, uh, it's one or the other. Okay, it's down here. Finally, rolling repercussions when casting a spell causes a mishap. So, oh, repercussion. Well, guess what your repercussion is? Inflicting one mental wound per repercussion rolled. And we'll look at a chart in just a moment here. And, a, and additional problematic effects. These things just keep stacking on. Described in the table below. Yeah. Uh, these effects are these determined by the... better be like cannons, because so far, the, the bad is real bad. You know, this uh, since you covered Mage the other week, you know, this reminds me of being a Marauder. I would rather be a Marauder because I don't have to suffer Paradox. Yeah. Well, as much, at least. So, uh, you know, I can kind of just do what I want. Oh, I'm the bad guy? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, as attempts to cast spells while suffering from Dread, concentrating on multiple spells, or lacking training and mysticism skill increase the repercussion range, Individuals in these circumstances are those most at risk from serious mishaps. Well, at least it's not know, like anyone. Anyone's at risk for serious mishaps. Well, it's going to target you, and yeah. it's not going to hopefully blow up your friends. Well, no, but you're going to 
You're going to pop an aneurysm in your brain. Yeah, well. So here's here, here's the repercussion table. If you get two repercussions, you're dizzy and disoriented. And you're dazed until the end of the next turn. Now, get, getting more than one repercussion, if you're, you know, if 18 to 20 is unlikely. I mean, sure, you're rolling 2d20, but if you're rolling just 2d20, it's, it's, it's unlikely you'll get more. You'll get more than one. It's unlikely. It's when you try to start stacking the deck in your yeah, favor. When, when you're buying a whole bunch of D20s, you're rolling five. Then it gets a little more likely. Yeah. Next, you have three or more. Nauseated. The mystic sees the world spin around him, leaving him feeling decidedly unwell. The character is staggered till the end of his next turn. So you went from days to staggered. And the last one, four plus, the potency of the mystic spells unleashed upon his mind, leaving him reeling and confused. The character is perplexed. Okay, I have, I was talking about this on the Friday chill stream, and some people agreed, some people didn't. What is perplexed? I don't like all of this. Dazed, staggered, perplexed. It's just very pathfindery to me. Oh, you're burning two. Oh, you're perplexed one. Oh, you're dying six. How many ways to die are there? Like, I, I, I'm sure there are good rules for it in the game, and we, I guess, you know, we kind of skip the conditions section. But it's one of those things, can't we just say dazed? Dazed for extra rounds and laying on your ass? Like, why does it have to be a game term? I don't know. It's just a thing for me. Too many game terms. Sounds computer gamey when you start having a term for everything like that. Now, the Brotherhood has said, you know what? Magic is kind of kind of a problem, right? We got all these repercussions. Sure. We use it. People are yep. brain foogling themselves. They're getting yep. perplexed and all this stuff. Maybe there's something we can do to tone it down a little bit. And since this is a diesel punk game, where technology uh, and magic unite, maybe we can use some technology to help with magic. Sounds good to me. They're going to need something. So mystics are commonly equipped with a power controller, a bulky Back-mounted device, encumbrance four. Jesus. Which, when we talk about um, equipment, well, we know we already did talk about encumbrance, didn't we? Not I think that yeah, we did. Uh, but uh, we'll probably go through it again. When we talk equipment in the next video. That helps stabilize and regulate the powers. All Brotherhood mystics are granted a power controller upon the completion of their apprenticeship. Although some are required by their duties to forego the protective benefits of the device, if its bulk or distinctive profile would draw unwanted attention. Sure. A power controller allows the mystic to ignore the increased repercussion range from difficulty when casting a spell. Okay. So, I mean, well, th that's helpful. That, that's that's nice, but uh, you know, if you if you're wearing a Ghostbusters proton pack on your back, it's a little, you know, uh, oh yeah, there's a caster, kill him first. You know, like I don't like that. That's bad. This does not allow him to ignore other similar penalties such as increased repercussion range from untrained skill use, maintaining a concentration spell, or from dread. So, this is just about the spell difficulty. Yeah. And and he looks like Vader anyway, so might, might as well be a heretic. You, you got the same look. <laughs> I mean, come on. Alright, let's look at some spells. Study the art is a challenging and time-consuming one, and those most able to master its disciplines and aspects are those who have few other responsibilities. So just stay there and do your homework. We don't want you doing anything else because you're going to unleash demons upon us. So, you know, study. So wait, it's the uh, 
um, it's the Discworld art of magic where you learn enough about magic to know it's too dangerous to use magic. <laughs> and so you don't. That's great. Okay. That's awesome. Let's, yep, continue. Members of the Directorate of Mystics are permitted and encouraged to delve deeply into the art, learning all they can to expand both their own and the Brotherhood's understanding. But they are far from the only practitioners of these blessed powers. Inquisitors and other servants of the light bear the powers of the art. Does Inquisitors really sound like something of the light? No, no, it sounds bad. Inquisitors generally are bad. You know, Inquisitors, it's like, oh, they're just inquisiting. They're just yeah. asking questions. They're no, they're curious. not. Everybody knows that an Inquisitor is there to kill you. Yeah. Or kill after, somebody. Yeah. He's going to kill somebody. If it's not you, it's going to be somebody else. After torturing the person and making him give up fake secrets. Yep. It could all end now. Just admit your guilt. I don't Are know. You now, have you ever been a member of the Heretic Party? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I was. <laughs> Inquisitors and other servants of light bear the powers of the art, but must temper the exploration of this power with the need to focus on other matters. All right. So let's look at the spell format. Okay. By the way, there are three basic spells, and then there are the spells that fall under the different colors of light, right? So okay. the spell format. We're going to have the difficulty of the spell. We know what that is. The target, it's self-touch, uh, living, dead, whatever. Uh, intelligent living creatures. You know, it's just what's the target of the spell is. Duration. Rounds of minutes. Concentration. We're going to look at that one. Many spells are listed with a duration of concentration, requiring that the mystic spend some small effort to maintain the effects of the spell. It requires a free action each turn to maintain a concentration spell, and a mystic may only maintain one at a time. Okay. While a concentration spell is being maintained, all other tests of mystic attempts have their repercussion range increased by a number equal to the ba spell's base difficulty. That now, that is that is very similar to uh, Shadowrun maintaining spells. Oh God, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. And for every spell you maintain, you're minus two or plus two to all your target numbers. See, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting there to be a difficulty increase. Nope, it's just repercussion. So that's nice, I guess. <laughs> well, not really, because it it's tricking you into into like, oh, I can just you get more dice, and then you 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 re, you repercuss three times, and you you blow your brain out. <laughs> when a mystic maintaining a concentration spell suffers damage, physical or mental, you may attempt an average, so difficulty one willpower test. Again, you got two d twenty. You got a good chance for that, right? As a response action, failing this test or choosing not to attempt it means the concentration. Uh, Concentration spells effects and immediately. Sure. Base effect tells you what the spell is going to do. Oh. Oh, these are momentum spends. Yeah, we should probably look at this. Well, we don't know enough about the magic yet to care about momentum spending. Yeah, but we, we know that you're making a, uh, a, mystic, a mystic uh test, right? So you know you were rolling 2d20 and you could get extra successes. So what can you do with those extra successes? You can increase the range of the spell. Sure. Increase you damage. Can incre right. Increase damage spell. You increase the number of targets. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, affect a single additional target so long as it otherwise fulfills the other criteria. You can conceal the spell. This is a tough one for me. Because I, I actually like this use. You know what? You got an extra success. You can whisper it. I really get irked when I'm playing games like D&D &D or whatever. It's like, I want to cast a spell on that guy next to me, but I want him to know it's coming from me. 
dude, when you're casting spells, you are calling on like the name of God sort of stuff. You are beseeching the heavens like you're not, you know, what, what do they do in a, um, Excalibur? Uth, Vas, Betha, Dachiel, Dienvi. You can't just whisper that. You can't just. No, you've got to invoke the power. You got to have power to invoke the power. So I really get irked when people are like, well, it's just a first level spell. You can cast by twinkling your fingers and you can cast magic missile. They'll never know where it came from. Fuck off. Um, so I, I, but I do like that in this case, you can, uh, you can spend momentum to do that. I'm okay with that. And then finally, you can increase the duration. Okay. Sounds good. And that's a uh, common momentum spans. We already talked. Necessary momentum is oh. uh, under certain circumstances, a spell's basic effect may not be sufficient to affect a target. The spell may not have sufficient range or may not affect all the desired targets, but its momentum use may permit this to be overcome. In such cases, there's little distinction between failing to cast a spell and failing to get sufficient momentum. If a spell is successfully cast but does not have sufficient range to reach a target, it cannot take effect. I don't know why they had to actually write that down, but okay. Well, here's here's how I read it. And when I first saw that, again, I skimmed through this. I didn't read it word for word. I was like, can't you just say that the difficulty is one higher? Because effectively, momentum is what? Just another success. Sure. Just call it... A, in order to cast a spell to make it work, you have elevated the spell from a D1 to a D2. Am I mistaken? It easier. Yeah. So anyway, that, that, that's the way I read it, but that's effectively what it is. So let's look at some spells. Let's look at the first three, and then I'll uh, we'll quickly go through the four uh, colors of light, I guess you call them. Spectrum. Yeah, the spectrum. spectrum. So uh, the, these first three are generic. Everyone can use them no matter what spectrum they use. Yeah, all, all characters okay. with the mystic talent have access to these spells. All right. So blessing. It's a D1 roll. It lasts for an hour. And okay. the mystic imbues a person or object with tiny fraction of the light, enough to fortify and empower them against agents and influences of Dark Legion. This spell takes five minutes to cast. Wow. Five well, minutes? It lasts an hour, so okay, fine. And provides a blessing that can be used once in the next hour. Okay, it provides a one-shot blessing. Okay. Yeah. If the hour passes without the bonus being used, it is lost. The blessing allows the character to gain an additional d20 on a test, or take a response action without the normal cost of Dark Symmetry Point. Further, the okay. target's Corruption Soak is increased by one for the next 24 hours. Oh, okay. All right. A character may not have his Corruption Soak increased by more than one instance of the spell. It actually is sounding very similar to a, a Blessed spell from D&D, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does very much. Nope, I guess that's just a dude on that side. So, Go up here. Uh, from any source, any time. All right. Momentum when casting a spell, momentum gained may be used for the following additional effects. Grant an additional instance of the blessing that may be used within the hour. So now you got two uses. So extra successes give you extra uses of it. Okay. So if you, if you, you know, load up your mysticism with a bunch of focus, you could get, you know, two to four uh, blessings in the, for that person for an hour. Now we go from blessing to contempt. Yep, sounds about right. Average D1. All allies within you can content you can have contempt for all your allies now. I and it lasts for one minute. The mystic's fervent sermon, fueled by the light, drives his allies to fight all the harder against the enemies of mankind. 
While the spell remains in effect, the target allies may re-roll a single d20 on each attack roll made against creature devoted to the dark symmetry. For one minute, you get to roll. That sounds great. It really does sound great because a lot of stuff can happen in a minute. Mm-hmm. And everyone gets to gets to re-roll a d20 on every attack roll during that minute. That sounds great. Here's the rub. You got this giant crackly energy backpack on you. Someone snipes you in the head and you're dead. You are the first person that's going to be shot. You're not leading anyone. You're leading from the rear like like a cowardly general because you're you're going like to every be shot. wizard. If I'm running this game, I'm shooting you first every single time you have that backpack on. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Well, what if you can't see the backpack? Well, yeah, if, if you, if you, you know, okay, anyone with a backpack or looks like they're the hunchback of <laughs> or whatever, you know, <laughs> then I'm going to shoot that guy first. Okay. When casting the spell, momentum gain may be used for the following. For one momentum, all allies affected may re-roll a single dodge or parry test. The second result stands. And then sucker with a U. Sakur. Yeah, Sakur. Sakur. All allies again, duration is instant. The mystic empowers his presence, calming and steadying the nerves of his allies in the face of the Dark Legion's horrors. Each ally recovers one dread. Okay. I don't know, man. No, uh, to, to do these last two things, you have to like be the center of attention for a minute. Yeah. And that just gets you murdered. No, my, my thing. Well, this could just be like a hand on the shoulder. Like, hey, man, you're doing great. It's OK. You know, we're going to win. We're, you know, get, it, get back in there, soldier. You know, but I don't know. When I see Dread, it only recovers one. Yeah, but <laughs> like, from everybody, that's something. You, you can pack up a lot of Dread. You can, but that that's means, means you start using this early. Every every turn, you can use this and take away one every turn. So yeah. there's that. I, I'd like to. I'd like it to to work on a level of dread, but you know. Um, well, look at that momentum. Yeah. Each ally recovers one additional dread for each momentum spent. That's one for everybody. So now it's two for everybody or three for everybody. That's that's usable. That's doable. I like that. And then, or each ally additionally recovers one mental wound for Again, every two momentum too. spent. And for That's two good. momentum also, all allies affected can reduce the difficulty of willpower tests against traumatic events by one. Stop that PTSD, baby. All right. All, all right, right. Now we're going to get into the uh, to the spectrum. Okay. First is the aspect of kinetics, which uh, is, there we go, the red portion of the spectrum. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's find a spell that might be fun. Kinetic sounds like it's going to hurt people. Oh, well, there we go. There's talents. Uh, what's the first talent? Uh, rubrum, rubrum, murder, murder. Okay. <laughs> murder. Well, that's that's mur murder, murder. <laughs> Minoris. Uh, so murder. Uh, oh, me- media. That's no, but, oh. no. Scroll up. Scroll up. It's on the. It's on the page. There it is. Oh yeah, there it is. Okay, you're right. Yeah. So uh, this character has elected to study the aspect of kinetics and has a solid grasp of fundamental elements of the discipline. The character gains the impel spell. So we'll have to look at impel. Yep. Everyone gets that if they get. Oh, even one little thing in here. Okay, well, let's. What's Rubrum Dominus? Dominus. Uh, so you have to have all those other ones. The character has mastered the aspect of kinetics, learning to fold space and bend the very fabric of reality. The character gains the distortion and teleportation spells. Now that sounds kind of cool. It does. Right. It does. It all sounds defensive, and it it all sounds like a 
uh, black fire lightning is gonna just kill you dead. But hey, whatever. Uh, so aspect of so we have barrier, distortion, impel. We'll look at impel in a second. Nope, we'll look at impel right now. Yep, because that's the first one everyone gets. D1, target self, constant. Ooh, concentration. There we Gotta go. Maintain it. Okay. This spell twists the world and allows the mystic to move objects with nothing more than the force. Oh, telekinesis. Yeah. Why don't you just call it telekinesis? Uh, while the spell remains in effect, he may exert force upon objects with, within close range, as if you're handling them personally with both hands, using his mental strength in place of strength uh, for any test required. This force cannot perform fine manipulation of objects. Oh, so I can't do the Rubik's Cube? See, now that, that's a contradiction. I know, I agree. <laughs> close range as if he were handling them personally with both hands. Guess what I can do to finally manipulate things? Use my freaking hands. That's, that's crap. This is garbage. This is garbage. So you can't manipulate buttons or switches? Lame. That's whatever. Move on. Light sucks. So, so, you, can, so you, can you can pick up items. That's really all it's saying. Yeah, you that's can pick basically up it. For two moment, oh, for two momentum, you can perform fine manipulations. Oh yeah, yeah, because because you know, two momentum. I don't have to give dark symmetry for that. No, I get two momentum all the time. It's great. Crap. And with my whole levitate the Rubik's cube. Nope. All right, what's next? Uh, what were what a couple of those big ones at the end? Oh, teleportation. Oh, distortion. Distortion. You want to look at distortion? Yeah. Uh, I don't see that. Oh, there's teleportation. Okay. But that means distortion is probably L. Is it over here? Okay, there's distortion. Yeah. Ooh, difficulty two. Yeah, well, it's it's a dominus. Yeah. yeah. The spell warps and bends physical space within and around a foe. Okay. Tearing them asunder in a burst of light and power. Oh, you black hold them. That's, yeah. That looks like it. Few creatures can withstand the fury of the spell, and those defeated by it are not merely slain, but annihilated. Leaving no sign of their existence. Wow. Okay, so it's uh, it's not power word kill; it's disintegrate. Yeah, yeah. It's you open up a singularity inside their body, and then they get spaghettified and are gone. The okay. spell hits automatically. The skill test to cast a spell is also the attack roll. I'm but enemies may hole. attempt a response action as if the strike were a normal melee attack. Okay, yeah, you're going to want to respond to that. Yeah. The spell hits a uh, as a ranged weapon dealing. Two plus six dark symmetry damage, which ignores all soak. Yeah, it's inside your body. You're not going to soak that. <laughs> a creature slain by this spell vanishes in a flash of light, leaving no trace but a few motes of ash. All right, and that's, that's when, pretty good. That's, that's when you put good. your foot in there and just kind of you know, step on it just to make sure. Momentum. So what can you do for momentum with this one? For one momentum, the, the, the attack gains the incendiary two quality. Wait, oh. Why do you care? You're well, this might not kill him. Remember, you only get that cool effect if it kills him. Yeah. This might not kill still. him. If it doesn't kill him, you're lit on fire. You are now the guiding light. Thank you for being the torchbearer for the Brotherhood. Right. For one momentum, the spell no longer requires that the target be touched. Uh, that's useful. Yeah. And additionally, each momentum uh, spent to increase the spell's damage adds plus two rather than plus one. That's, that's fair. Okay. Not so bad, huh? But yeah, it's not so bad, but you have to wait till the end. Yeah, but if, if you don't have that backpack on, this this is a difficulty two deal, which which means it's automatically 18, 19, 20 for a for a screw you. Repercussion, yeah. Yeah. So you better have a lot of expertise eh, and focus. I get a headache, he gets turned to ash. I still think it's a win. Uh, 
All right, let's go to the next one. Well, there's singularity. Uh, what does that do? Uh, athletics. Uh, those who fail this test are caught within singularity, knock prone. That's it. Hang on. Yeah, the athletics has free action to remove the air effect. Those remain within the singularity to suffer damage. I don't know, man. This, you know, that, it's, that it's a damage over time for an area. It looks like it looks like an area. It says foes to their knees yeah. under the immense, but it says target one creature within close range. But in the description, it says produces an intense, violent gravitational pulse that drags foes plural to their knees under the immense weight yeah. of their own bodies and armor. The the target and oh, any oh, reach of him may attempt a challenging D2 athletics or acrobatics test to evade the spell at the moment it is cast. Those who fail this test are caught in a singularity and they take one plus three dark symmetry damage. But if if it is continued to be concentrated upon, they, they get to roll a challenging D2 athletics test as a free action to try and get away. If they don't, it's continuing damage. Yeah. So if, if you're if you got a lot of jabronis, you would use this. If you have one really nemesis bad guy, you'd use the spaghettification one. <laughs> All right, let's go to mind magic. Okay, this better be better because so far Which I'm not impressed. Which is, uh, those are, where's uh, the color? Uh, we got violet. Mind magic is violet. So we went from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum because why go in order? Nope, that's dumb. All right, so... Uh, the character has elected the study of the aspect of mentalism and has a solid grasp of the fundamental elements of this discipline. The character gains the inner gaze spell. Okay, that's hey, hey, hey. Inner gaze. Male gaze. We should just call it the male gaze spell. There you go. And then what's the last one? Violacium dominus. Uh, oh, there it is right there. Characters mastered the aspect of obtaining the most potent and complex techniques and transcending the limits of humanity. All wow. right. I mean, that okay. sounds cool. This is good. This is this is on the track. Okay. The character gains the avatar and void spells. Those seem very opposite. Awful. And and avatar be, being an aspect of the Lord, that, that could be good. That could be good. But let's look at inner gaze first. Okay. Well, inner gaze right here. Uh, the... the Mystic me uh, meditates upon himself, seeing his form and nature truly and clearly. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Guided and empowered by the light, this contemplation is restful and calming. Okay, so it's a uh, Kelnor Reem for Teal and Stargate. Yeah, yeah, because it's only targeting self, so you're not helping anyone else. Uh, the mystic spends an hour in undisturbed meditation. After this, he's considered to have rested for a full day for all purposes, including natural healing of injuries. And but well, it is Kelnor Reem. That is helpful. Yeah, I, I can dig that. The spell does not grant any bonuses to tests made to recover from injuries or mental wounds, but merely allows those tests to be made sooner. Once the Fine. spell has been successfully cast, it cannot be cast again until the caster is naturally rested. You cannot do this two days in a row. Well, no, no, you can as long as you've well, naturally you... rested in between those 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, yeah. Now, you what happens when you get momentum? Uh, increase the amount of rest the spell provides by one full day's worth. So you could get two you days. Do two tests. G give me my mouse. What about what's next? That's it. That's it. So, oh, this is Paragon okay. Perfection. What is it? We want Avatar and Void, right? Yeah. Regeneration. Well, regeneration might be neat. Mm. Uh, Avatar okay. is A, so it yeah. shouldn't be. There, you go. there it is. So. Avatar, difficulty two, concentration. So you have to concentrate to be an avatar. This okay, spell. Hang on. Before we go, 
so far I'm seeing a pattern. The most powerful spells are difficulty two, yeah. not three. I'm happy about that because there's so much you can screw up with the with the repercussions with this magic that having having difficulty three stuff I would just never do. It's too it's too too risky. This spell elevates the mystic's capabilities far beyond those of mortal men. The few can sustain such might for long. Okay, so you know, I get it. it can't be the aspect of a god for a long time. Okay, Super Saiyan. Got it. <laughs> Super Saiyan, there you go. Each turn this spell is maintained, the mystic gains a chronicle point. Oh, that's kind of cool. Which, which must be spent during that turn or it will be lost. Free chronicle so, point every turn. Okay, got it. Or, or free momentum without the dark symmetry uh, yeah. negative. Yeah. In addition to the normal cost of maintaining a concentration spell, the mystic will suffer two damage Ooh, to a random location. That is, no, that is not, nope. Ignoring all armor, at the end of each turn, the spell remains in effect. That is not great. That is not great. That's like self, this spell should have been called self-immolation. Basically, yes. <laughs> okay, what do we get for momentum? Uh, count 1d20 rolled during a test where the spell is maintained as having rolled a 1. Oh, okay. For each momentum spent, okay. This must be set uh, set prior to rolling any dice. Lame. Well, but for a spell this, I only say lame because it's a spell this powerful. Yeah, I mean, if if you're taking two damage to to two different random locations at the end of every turn, it there there should be very little limitations on what you can do with this. Right, and uh, you have five percent chance of rolling a d uh, twenty and a d twenty, so. Chances are you're not going to use your momentum for this if you don't know that 20 is popping up. Mm -hmm. And by spending one momentum, reduce the damage suffered each turn to one. Oh, well, thanks. All right. Okay. And the other one was void. Yeah, void. That's got to be great. If it's not, then uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. All right, here we go. This spell allows... So it's challenging D2 again, and it lasts for five minutes now. Okay. okay. This spell allows the mystic to slip from the bonds of material existence, passing as a ghost through the world. Oh, okay. Okay. It's not what I thought it was. All right. And, yeah. It's not what I thought it was either, but that could mm-hmm. be cool, right? While this spell remains in effect, the mystic may take no physical action against other creatures and in turn cannot be affected by the actions or abilities of other creatures. Makes sense. Cannot be harmed by physical attacks. He can pass freely through solid objects and he may re roll any d20s on a stealth test that do not generate at least one success. Second result stands. Okay. The spell's effects may be ended immediately at any time in order to take action against another creature. Okay. So you could just I could say, I'm floating behind Heathen Dog, and now I want to attack him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's basically phasing. You can yeah. phase out, and you become partially invisible, which is yeah. why you get to re-roll in the stealth test. But you, no one can affect you, and you can't affect anyone until you come back into existence. This is very... Uh, this is very uh, Naruto, um, Obito type. You don't know that, but uh, the, uh, the there's a character in uh, in Naruto, Shippuden, that uh, Obito, where he can face his body, and if you try to attack him, you'll you'll push right through. But the moment the moment nothing is phasing through him, he comes back in instantly and can immediately counterattack. Well, I want everybody to subscribe for all the toes, the Naruto's, the <laughs> Obi Wan toes. Whatever the fuck he was saying, I, uh, subscribe for all the toes. Got it. Uh, kitty toe. Kitty toe. Hammer toe. Hammer toe. <laughs> Stub a toe. Don't go there. This is family friendly. <laughs> I know what you're thinking out there. I know what all of you are thinking out there. We're not going to say it. All right. 
Aspect of exorcism. Camel toe. Damn it. (laughs) Why? Why did you ruin my stream? Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) The aspect of exorcism is based primarily on healing. Oh, I excise the demons. Okay. Exercising the damage. Come on. What what color is this? Tainted. Uh, Yellow portion. Yellow. Yellow. All right. Healing yellow. I heal you with the with the the light of P. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, so aura minoris. Characters like to study. So what's the, the character gets ease suffering spell? Oh, that's nice. You're still suffering, I'll just ease it. it just yeah, it just doesn't hurt as much. Good job. <laughs> what's the bottom one? Aurum Dominus. Eh, there's a pattern now. Yeah. What's ease suffering? The hell is Dominus? There it is. And so here we go. Uh, the character gains exercise dark influence and exercise. Mor- Wait, I don't want my mortality exercised. Unless you use a mortality. Oh, oh make, make, make the other person's mortality leave. Okay. Maybe okay. That's it. Yeah, that's, that, but wouldn't that make you right. immortal? I don't know. It's ease suffering. What's ease suffering? Exercise the demons. <laughs> Mystic directs his will into a patient's body and mind, stabilizing the patient's condition and providing much-needed aid. The spell removes a single temporary status effect or negative condition caused by injury from the target. All right. This cannot recover any permanent effects of serious injury, such as loss of limbs. Oh, I mean, but what if I'm still suffering after my limb is lost? Well, then that would have to be mental. (gasps) (laughs) It only applies to temporary effects such as bleeding. Oh. Effects listed in critical wounds, status effects, or weapon quality sections can be affected by this power. Okay. The power phantom heals no syndrome. wounds. It heals phantom limb syndrome. There you go. There it is. For each momentum spent, remove another status effect currently if afflicting one of the targets. All right. Dude, if you got more than one status effect affecting you, I'm triaging that as uh yeah, you're not worth it. Expect it. <laughs> <laughs> and what was it? What were these two again? I already forgot. Something about mortality. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exercise mortality and, and exercise dark influence. Yeah, exercise dark influence. Exercise. Uh, there's dark influence. The mystic expunges the corrupting influence of the dark symmetry. This can be quite a traumatic experience for the person to face. And it's highly stressful to the psyche. Would I have to face my demon or something? Apparently, uh, you gotta squeeze it out of him. <laughs> if an object is targeted, any any effects of corruption are immediately ended. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. If a creature is targeted, one tainted Mental wound box is unmarked, and okay. the creature suffers one mental wound. That's not okay. So I got rid of the taint, but I suffered more psyche problems. Uh, great. Yep. Uh, if this means but, that the... Hang on. Then any dark influences on the creature end immediately. Well, that's if all of the all of the boxes are crossed off. Uh, oh, oh, no. You don't taint. have any taint in mental. Okay. Yeah, okay. no taint. Momentum moment- better help a lot. Uh, spent when targeting an object, increase the object's reliability or yeah, reliability soaked by one for the next 24 hours. Mm. All right. Uh, for yeah. each momentum spent, remember that was uh, for uh, object reliabilities for objects. Yes. And we'll probably talk about that in the next video. For each momentum spent when targeting a creature, unmark additional, okay, uh, additional taint. You still okay. take the damage. And up here oh, we have one. for one momentum, the spell inflicts no oh, mental there wounds. There you go. There it is. There it is. There's my huckleberry right there. Yep. But All right. Still, now exercise. Uh, what's the other one? Mortality. First. You got to be cruel to be kind, apparently. Exercise wound. Exercise mortality. 
the mystic draws deeply of the light and allows it to flood into the recently deceased, renewing oh. life and vitality. Oh, okay, white mage. What do you got for me? <laughs> the target who must have died within the last five minutes. God, that's worse than Earthdawn, because Earthdawn gave you 24 hours at least. Yeah. Jeez. Is immediately restored to life with one critical wound box recovered. The target is dazed for one minute. I do like that. You don't just whack them all back up like, I'm alive! Uh, the target stays for one minute after returning to life due to the traumatic nature of death and resurrection. All right. For each momentum spent, increase the maximum time since the target died by five minutes. Okay. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you have a lot of momentum. You increase better. the number of wounds restored by one per momentum spent. Okay. That's cool as well. That's it. All right. Well, the last. Hey, you know what? Bring someone back, back from the dead. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all right, power. It's, it's a good deal. Does it, does it beat black goo, though? No. No. Does it beat uh, Black Flame? No. Not at all. Because I can kill a whole bunch of people in one turn where you can only bring a guy back one per turn and he's useless for a minute. I'm just going to Black Lightning him again. Just shut up. <laughs> As Inquisitors are, are only capable of practicing a single aspect, the Inquisition, the Keepers there, devoted great effort to creating an aspect that would serve the second directorate's needs. Therefore, they created the aspect based entirely upon the manipulation of the minds of others. Okay, see, these Inquisitors are sounding like a worse deal all the time. They're sounding like bad for everybody else, just all Well, Inquisitors don't have to be part of this, but uh, where's the color? Orange. What? Oh, uh, orange is normally the color of avarice. It's brain power now or something. So... Orantium Minoris and Orantium Dominus. So what is uh, Minoris? Missive spell. Oh, I can talk to you. Hey, okay. heathen dog, are you there? Can no, you hear me? I'm in your head. Shh, I'm, I'm in your head. No, you're not. Get out. <laughs> uh, and then Dominus. Uh, the character gains deeper gaze. Gross. And domination. Well, that sounds that sounds like they're good guys, doesn't it? Yeah, but the, yeah. these spell names haven't really matched what... Uh, yeah, yeah, this is, this is not... They they have bad PR, all right. Really bad PR. Unless what was that? First, I already forgot PR. what the first one was. What the first? What was that first spell? Missive. 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 Okay, so we'll look at. Uh... Oh my god, hypnosis. Hey, Malcolm, how you doing? Oh my god, suggestion. They have more spells. There we go. There's missive. There's missive. They have lots more in this one. Yeah, it seems like it, yeah. So you have to, it can only work on an intelligent creature visible to the mystic. So you have to be able to see okay. him. Line of sight. Got it. The mystic conveys a brief message directly to the mind of another creature he can see. Inquisitors commonly use this spell to pass confidential messages amongst themselves. What if you dive in the way <laughs> and, it, and it goes through my brain? The spell, un unlike most, takes a free action. Interception. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the message cannot be perceived by anyone other than the desired recipient. Oh, okay. And, then you just and walk anyone it. else reading his mind. So, oh, if somebody's reading your mind, but it's otherwise identical to speaking a few short sentences. Momentum. Okay. This go, is neat, I guess, but... Eh. Yeah. You can convey a single brief memory, sight, sounds, and spells. Okay. Uh, Momentum allow target to respond. Oh. Okay. So, you got a two-way radio now. All right. Cool. 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 All right. What were those other ones? I already forgot the names of the other ones. This is the last thing we're looking at for this, though, so... Domination. Yeah. Oh, Dominic. Okay, yeah, that, that one sounded cool. Um, the mystic digs deep in the target's mind, altering, erasing, and creating memories as desired. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a hundred percent good guy move right there. Yep. 
Well, what if your choices are you're an evil person, you're always going to be an evil person, you have uh, predilections of only being evil. It's just part of your DNA, man. You have the evil gene. But we can remove that for you. Yeah. But in order to do so, we have to we have to alter your mind. Yeah. You you have to you have to grape them mentally. That's great. Yeah. Do you you're still a good guy, right? Yeah, keep yeah. telling yourself that. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, keep <laughs> telling yourself that. Because we this are going to make this is getting into Warhammer 40k good guy territory where they're not really good guys. This is helping me make my more perfect union. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. If successful, the mystic can select a single memory with the, oh, it's only a single memory within the target's okay. mind, which covers events lasting no longer than an hour. So you could change Bruce Wayne. Yes, you can completely eliminate the 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 pain and suffering from the memory of his parents dying in front of him and ruin batman forever yep yep the target may resist this with a difficulty three willpower test so if you really don't want to well batman should have a really good willpower so he should probably yeah. be able to resist this. <laughs> altering a memory allows him to add or change an important person object or location within that memory oh i could turn you into the heathen dogs who killed your family no no this is you're you're you're, you're missing some really really good role-playing deals for this Think, think of this. All right. The the memory of, of uh, Batman as a kid, where his parents get killed in an alley by a guy with a gun. Shot his mom, shot his dad, stole their stole a wallet and ran away. But you insert yourself into that memory as saving the boy. That's why he lived. Shot his mom, shot his dad. You insert yourself in the memory as kicking him from behind, taking the kid's hand and, and running to the police. You are now a hero to him. Forever. You saved this, this guy's life. He's going to be indebted to you. That's an excellent way to use this. If you really want to grape someone's brain, that's how you do it. All right. Mystic may choose to only alter a race... Erase part of a target's memory with the spell. Casting it repeatedly to change longer memories. <laughs> We've got you tied up for a while. We're going we're gonna to fix yeah. this. We're going to really, really dig in there with my rotor rooter. <laughs> Experiences uh, lasting months. Uh, can often take days of work on a drugged or hypnotized target alter. <laughs> so now we have to now we have to cloud your memory with drugs well, as no, well. No. The reason the reason you're drugged or hypnotized is because you don't want to have to take away the memories of what you're doing to his memories. So if he's yeah, drug or hypnotized, he won't remember what you're doing to his memories. So you won't have to fix that as well. Yeah, as, as Violence Solves Everything says, you can change a criminal who killed his parents for a cop to make Batman a supervillain. He hates all cops. It's law and order. <laughs> or or Superman did it. Oh. And then you got a bad DC movie. Yeah, but... You know, if, if you're Lex Luthor, you sit back and relax and let Batman take care of the problem. No, Darth Vader. Have you seen that video? Batman yeah. versus Darth Vader? Yeah. It's actually yeah. a pretty good video. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, momentum. The length of the memory altered may be increased by an hour. Oh, there we go. Okay. And for uh, the period covered by an erased memory may be replaced with an entirely different memory. So you'd have to have momentum to do what you said, but, you know. This new memory can be drawn from another mind or created from scratch as desired. For example, a brutal interrogation can be replaced with a more pleasant experience. Yeah, I enough. was I was there and there were feathers and women and uh 
No, no. It says the period covered by an erased memory can be replaced with an entirely different. That's not what I, I you don't need a momentum to do what I did. I'm not erasing the memory. I'm adding to it. And the base power allows me to do that. Yeah. Let's see what that's. Uh... Yeah. You know what? Yeah. My, my issue with that, and this is just a personal issue, is like you have right, to, no, erase, you have to I, erase it to change it. I actually see the sentence. Okay. There we go. Uh, da, da, da. Altering a memory allows him to add or change an important person, object, or location within that memory. Alter other significant details, such as time of day or year of the event occurred, or add noteworthy details. Mm -hmm. So I can add a person, me to that location i'm not changing the, the result of the memory which is his parents are dead and he lived i'm just adding myself and changing some circumstance but the end result is the same so the memory can stay yeah okay but i'll, I'll probably want momentum to really really stick i'm the i'm the hero <laughs> all right there you go i think that's the end of this uh yes it is yeah that's it all right so a couple of these powers are nice, but you have to be so hardcore, high-level nonsense to actually get the really good stuff. That it's it's very much like a like a Star Wars D uh, D twenty force powers between dark side and light side. The dark side starts off real strong out of the gate, real strong, but eventually, as the levels go up, the light side ends up being more powerful and i never i never understood that because you know uh i just killed the light side guy early you know uh and in in, in this game i have um fire black fire that can't be put out that can go over an area and what do you have you can heal someone's mental wound take away a dread dude i lit them on fire you can't take away that much dread Sorry. They're on fire with, with black fire of, of Satan. And are you going to make him feel better about it? That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah. Uh, the, this, whole, uh, this whole art thing um, is, is, is imbalanced with, with, uh, with dark symmetry. At least, uh, in, at least in the core book. Yeah, at least in the uh, you know, I, I unfortunately, when uh, Modiphius had that fire sale, as I mentioned before, they screwed up my order, so I had to wait 24 hours before I could have it processed through, right? So I didn't get all the books, but I think one of the books I didn't get was a Brotherhood book, mm. and I'm sure in there there's more because remember, there's also only well, yeah, there there's only... all those other spectrum, so you know, there's there's three yeah. more that we don't have, yeah. So, but Maybe we'll see, you know, I'm sure somebody will put in chat or in a comment somewhere about how, uh, how it's awesome and how uh, there we go actually yeah first of all subscribe sure and before heathen dog gets to some of the comments that we have here uh put it in the chat or put in the comments what makes being in a uh, following the art of the light being a, a member of the brotherhood better than being a heretic other than other than well people don't like you as a heretic eh. i'll get over that yeah. um what what is you know since heretic remember heretics can be a player character yes so why would I pick somebody from the Brotherhood and not a heretic? Heretic seems like a better deal out of the gate. So I don't know. Anyway, let's take a look at Noro. 
Uh, hit the like button. Thinks it's a great idea for Max to spend his time with me streaming on our anniversary. Every like this video gets, Max will be whipped. And that is in perpetuity. So every single day, she will she will check the likes on this video. And for every every time you get more likes, he gets more slaps. By the way, that whipped is whipped cream. Nope. It is it is whipped with a with a sock full of quarters. <laughs> wow. And of course, Nerdy says I can hit like once. Oh, it's sad. We'll have multiple accounts. There you go. <laughs> then Kill Raven says this spectrum nonsense is giving me flashbacks to horrible Green Lantern comments. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And the, the, that was my avarice comment because uh, the in, in 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 DC comics in DC comics the orange spectrum of light was avarice. Where green is willpower, pink is red or yeah, pink is love, red is anger, green was avarice. I mean, uh, orange was avarice. So that's what I did. And then Matt says, uh, "You know, would who would win in a good guy off? Space Marines, Coalition, or Inquisitors?" Uh, space Marines. I gotta say, Space Marines because Space Marines are just—they are more—they are more a uh, force of nature. They kind of like hit hit a battlefield and just wash over everything. Most space marines don't even care about collateral damage. So I don't know enough about space marines. They other are than what, other than what I see on meme videos. <laughs> yeah, they are. Th think of uh, think of space marines like like burning a field of corn because it it has a it has a plague. Okay. Yeah, it'll get rid of the plague. But you also now have absolutely no corn. That's what space marines do. They get rid of the plague and then they kill. They by doing it, they kill all the corn, and you're and you just now have a new problem. Whereas coalition, they'll at least try to save humans. And the the, the inquisitors, well, if they have if they have no good guys left, there's no one to inquisit. So why would they do that? We won't cover it until you know your segment two. But when we go through the comments, there are a bunch of comments people talk. Would you say relating your uh, your your coalition commentary to a real world issues? <laughs> and I was Why? like, I, exactly. So that's kind of how I felt as well. Uh, were those the only comments, or we got more? Mm -hmm. That was it. All right. Well, then I guess uh, get ready for the next segment. Remember that. Remember that. Remember that. There you go. Okay. Uh, Wait. Uh... Coco, Coco Shuko, avarice, greed, just greed, intense greed. I can't, have, oh, because I slid this over. My computer's acting a little funny today. Open up. Bear with me as my computer is fighting me. F11 is my friend. And wow, that took like an hour for me to just get this stupid document to reopen up and uh and size right. Okay. Oh, start over. But for the second part of segment 1 today, 
We're going to zip through vehicles and equipment. We are not going to spend a lot of time on this. We're not going to go into in-depth in the rules. By this point, you either know that you like the idea of this game and are willing to learn the rules of it. We've done most of the overviews that we need. At the same time, we haven't really presented what, you know, space or vehicles or or how it's done so you know we're, we're going to give you uh i guess i'd call it an overview uh we'll, we'll focus on a couple of things but uh we'll definitely talk about oh my god assets and i forget the other term that's used in the game as well resources that no. might have been what it is resources uh, I'm, I'm i'm that was a guess i got nothing. Oh, okay well we'll find out when we get there <laughs> uh there are a lot there are, there's a lot of equipment in the game it's all diesel punk so we'll look at a, a couple spaceships a couple vehicles some guns and then from there figure out how all that pertains to your character sheet and then fun should i say nothing and see if people are just waiting for me to say we believe in fantastic worlds and all that good stuff well you I just ruined it I didn't ruin the rest of it. Eric, get off my... I'm telling you, my computer's acting really dumb right now. I'm just going to ignore it. This part's working. Okay, so there you go. The, support, the charity we support is the Wounded Warrior Project, a national nonpartisan organization whose mission is to honor and empower wounded warriors. And Heathen Dog streams on Thursdays and Saturdays on twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. And uh, him and his dirty casuals are now doing Mech Warrior 5. Giant stompy robots stomping al along the terrain and getting blowed up. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. it. So if you like to clip and make fun of people, you should probably check it out. Oh, it's or a treasure trove. Or just go there and heckle them. Also, also good. It, or if you want to watch and be entertained, you'll get some of that too. <laughs> All right. And then, of course, we have Sunday and Friday with the TTRPG live streams with the gaming-related ones on Sunday that we're doing right now. Wasting your time. You're like, oh, my God, get to the point. This is just a yes, video. Yes, come on, move it. Well, I, I will if you let me talk. <laughs> and whatever we do on Friday, which is more like what he just did. Boop, and he subscribed. <laughs> All right, now we're going to talk about vehicles. I want some, like... Uh space marine aliens level apc here that's all i'm looking for just just don't let ripley drive <laughs> well she burn out she, the transmission well she drove through a wall yeah it's just bad driving <laughs> like every woman drove through a wall <laughs> all right vehicle mobility is measured in two ways cruising speed and combat maneuverability with a, an extra o in there because you know it's weird canadian british writing um actually that word really does make my eyes water when i see it but uh just think of it as a yeah, cruising speed you've got uh a, a nice straightaway you know it's not raining yeah. it's not snowing this the, this is the this is the fastest uh, you know sustainable speed your vehicle can do great right and then combat maneuverability well you're obviously going a little slower because you got to make some tight turns and whatnot i get it I I, I, I like uh, games that are simple and use cruising speed and flank speed, but uh, you know this one decided cruising speed and then outside cruising speed, which is combat maneuverability. Yeah, and nope, oh, no APC there. But you do have a nice 1940s super spy car with a mini gun in front. Whatever. All right. Like, yeah, on. two. There's one there, and do you see this one down here also? Yeah. Okay, two mini guns. Got it. <laughs> Check. 
Uh, Agile, uh, these vehicles can maintain a decent speed even while negotiating rough... Oh, these are... I'm sorry, oh, the, these are qualities. These are, these are vehicle qualities. qualities. Yeah. Yes. Should have said that. Uh, not going to read them all, but you can have rugged, ponderous vehicles so massive and bulky that it cannot move quickly. So that's a negative quality. A ponderous vehicle... Can't, what's that's that? Right. Amphibious. You can have a James Bond car. That's awesome. Yes. Well, I mean, they have them now, right? You can have a walker. Oh, no. Oh, it's a stompy robot. Can you make a transformer? But that's what I'm calling them in my game. Transformer? Right. No, walkers. Oh, okay. Because um, wheeled, what does that mean? Well, it means your wheel can get blown up. Yeah, it, right. it, And exposed, I imagine, is no cockpit. You're kind of like exposed to air. Probably. Uh, yeah, crew compartments are not sealed. Yep. Okay. All right, but you get the idea. There are qualities your vehicles. You're going to have to look at this and, and relate it to your game. Uh, movement. So movement for vehicles is virtually identical to movement for normal characters. All right, can take a maximum of one movement action per turn. Actions and crew rules. Yes, there are there is crew in this game. If you played Starfinder, Stars Without Number, um, Coriolis, pretty much any of those games have crew positions. Now, what's the advantage of a crew position? Well, each crew position can perform an action. Guess what happens if you're the only crew? You can yeah, perform one one action. <laughs> yep. So, you know, if you need to drive, fire, and uh, and communicate with aliens in a weird language, pick you're gonna one. have to you're gonna pick one. Yeah. So, what are some things that you can do? Well, here are the combat actions that we're gonna look at. You can. Oh, oh, sorry. What? Pilot. Hi so combat actions and okay, I got it. Yeah, it goes sub subheading. So, for, as the pilot actions. You can do a standard motion, which is pretty much you're driving the vehicle, walking the vehicle, flying the vehicle, whatever, uh, to the next zone. You can gun the engines. That's right. You can step, put the pedal to the metal, and uh, go, go a bit faster. But all attacks made by the vehicle increase the difficulty by two steps. Yeah. Defensive driving is a standard action. And uh, what does it do? Uh, you move to an adjacent zone until the beginning of the external attacks against the vehicle, as well as attacks, it makes increased difficulty by one step. Why are your attacks also? Because you're driving defensively. You're not trying to aim at the target. Right. You're just trying to you're trying to avoid. So on target ramming speed, let's not let's not ram into things. Like that's not good driving. That's Alabama okay. driving. And evasive action. This is a response action. Yep. So you can so try to dodge. Yeah, it's dodge. Yep. It's dodge. The vehicle is targeted by a ranged or ramming attack. The pilot may take this action to turn that the attack, oh, just sorry, to turn that attack into an opposed test. If the vehicle is a walker, it may also use this action if targeted by a melee attack. Okay, it's weird, but you know I get why. All right, what does the gunner get to do? This is the one I wanted to look at. Was firing Open solution? Fire. Yeah, uh, I mean that's shooting, right? That's shooting. Yep. But how many times have you been? you've watched your show whether it's a tank or it's a spaceship or whatever and it's like i can't get a lock captain and you know you're trying to get a, a better angle of fire a better sure. firing solution so to speak well the gunner devises a firing solution that improves the effectiveness of his attacks his next stress the word next open fire action adds 2d20 to the roll and two dark symmetry dice to the damage basically you got your missile lock uh, the action is equivalent to exploit weakness, but is specific to the operation of vehicle weaponry. Makes okay. sense. I'm not going to read any more of that, but do you get the idea? Like, yeah. uh, that's like a and basically cold shot. 
Yeah, and remember, there are ways to get yourself two actions per per turn. So you could do that and shoot in the same in the same you know turn. If you can do that, if you have the points to spend. Oh, they're called walkers and traveler as well. Well, I'm changing it to battle mech. Nobody's ever used battle mech, right? Nope. Easy. <laughs> uh, the commander. What can the commander do? Coordinate. The commander directs his subordinates to bolster their effectiveness. This is an average command test, which adds momentum directly to the group's momentum pool. Okay, so this test is made to create momentum only. Mm -hmm. So, okay, commander directs his subordinates to bolster effectiveness. This is an average D1 command test, which adds momentum directly to the group momentum pool. So each success adds one momentum? Yeah. Okay. So what that's good for is now, so as the commander, theoretically, you know, people joke, oh, commanders can't do anything. They can only tell people what to do. Well, they're also trained to do that. Probably, they probably know your position. Maybe not as well as you, but they at least know what your position is supposed to be able to do. Yeah. And they know how to direct. They can multitask, right? So commanders give orders and you follow those orders. If you follow the commander's orders, if the commander rolls well, you get momentum. Now you can follow the, the orders he gave you, you effectively. Your, do your work better. Yeah. Right. Effectively, he gave you the correct orders. And now you're working for a firing solution. See gunner above. Uh, okay. Oh, he can get a firing solution for the gunner. As a commander can form the action on behalf of any gunner in the yep. same vehicle, passing the bonus dice to the gunners. Uh, uh, okay. That's, that's really good. That yeah. is really good. I like that. I don't know if I do it. The, the the reason I say that is I wouldn't I don't want this bonus for for the NPCs or the PCs every round. I like the idea of this because it was every other round. But eh, I mean, there you go. I mean, got momentum, got chronicle points. You've got dark symmetry. Yeah, I, I don't know if it really matters. Vehicle hit location table, roll a one to five with the motive system. So okay. Motive system is that like the engine? Uh, uh wheels. Well, wheels. I, I thought it was well, let's see, it could be tracked. Yeah, tracks, wheels, legs, hydraulics, magnetic generators, fuel lines, so on. All right, uh, all right. So, where where the rubber meets the road, not the actual engine or drivetrain or whatever, like the skis or wheels or tracks or yeah. wings or whatever. Okay, got it. Uh, do, do, damaging a vehicle. This is actually what I thought that chart was. <laughs> so, there are different levels of damage to a vehicle. So surface damage covers usual scrapes, dents, scorch marks, gouges, bullet holes, yada, yada. Sure. Vehicles have a pool of surface damage boxes for each hit location, kind of like a character sheet. Um, mm -hmm. Where's my book? So if I open up to the back here, I can show a vehicle page, I think. Spells. It's a character sheet. Nope. I, if it's in there, I'm not going to go digging for it. It's, it's not within the three pages right there of character sheets. Um, this represents the outer chassis and armor plating, right? We'll go back up to that in a moment. Then you have system damage, covers damage to the function of the vehicle, and then you okay. have structural damage, which is the most severe uh, a vehicle can suffer. So think about it this way. You have your skin, you have your muscles, and you have your bones. Okay. So what can happen? Motive system. A vehicle increases the difficulty of pilot test by one. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so you're, you're no longer aerodynamic or whatever. Now, or you have a flat tire. You've moved to the next one. Crippled. The vehicle loses the agile quality if it had it and gains the ponderous quality. 
This oh. is Ripley driving the uh yeah, the APC. where the yeah, the transmission that she messed up. Yeah. And then you have disabled, her. which I think makes sense. Yep. Uh and you've if it's a weapon, you've got a malfunction, you've got mangled sights. I like that. I just like the name of that. My sights are mangled. And it's broken. You may as well just chuck it. What about detonation? Because um, it's well, the same for all of them. Overkill is detonation. The vehicle's fuel or ammo supply has caught fire, and the vehicle will detonate at any moment. Why? Because in we know it's diesel punk, first of all, so everything runs on diesel fuel, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, even the spaceships. And when something is shot too many times, it doesn't just drift into space. It blows up. Yeah. <laughs> action heroes. Yeah. Right. So vehicle detonate at any moment. Roll one dark symmetry for each point of overkill damage. The crew suffers damage from smoke and heat equal to the value rolled. And the vehicle will detonate if one or more dark symmetry icons are generated. Oh, good job. So you have a wow. one in six chance. That's bad. A vehicle for that is detonated each, cannot be repaired. Over, for each over damage. Each overkill damage. Yeah. All right. Um... Vehicle complications, not going to go through all of this. You, you see what's in the game, right? Yeah. Yes. This other is things. a whole lot of, whole lot of uh, screw your vehicle over stuff. Yeah. And then so, the, the garage. Yeah, is... let's, let's look at a used car. Okay. Because, you know what? Probably, you're not rich. You're just going to be driving a used car. Let's zoom out one. There we go. So restriction is two. We're not going to worry about that right now. We'll probably talk about that in a little bit, but uh, it means what you're allowed to buy and yada yada. Maintenance two, reliability two, cost eight. Eight is uh assets it costs eight assets to get a used car what's an asset we'll talk about that a little bit it kind of did yeah i well i don't i you know i don't know for a starting character that's a lot but i don't know if throughout play that's a lot i would not spend eight for something that's only reliability of two it it doesn't seem right it's two dice if i remember correctly or is it difficulty yeah all right well i forget my apologies i forget but um so qualities exposed and wheeled why is so, it exposed you're in a car roll up the windows a car is a bullet magnet yeah but it's still enclosed i mean sure it's enclosed by glass but still it's a, it's enclosed no, no no so you're still you've got an you got all the hoses you got the air conditioner you're not you're definitely not environmentally sealed okay that's fair uh wheeled wet, what's that i'm not getting wet though Okay so, okay, so the acid rain isn't hitting you? Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> but the noxious fumes are. Eh, whatever. Uh, cruising speed, 130 kilometers per hour, which is about what, 72 miles an hour. Uh, so really not that fast, actually. No. Crew, one pilot. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, carrying capacity, 30 passengers or 60 encumbrance. Three passengers. What did I say, 30? 30, yeah. Yeah, okay, I meant three. Yeah, three. Locations, hull, and soak, three. That's actually quite a bit of soak. That is. I like that. Surface damage has seven. System damage has four. And structural damage it has two. Once you, once you get through that surface, hitting the engine block isn't that difficult. Motive system. Add, so these are, again, we're talking about your brake lines, Fires, your engine. Yeah. your ex- yeah. Impact damage. If it mashes into you, it's going to do two plus two dark symmetry dice damage. Okay, that doesn't seem like a lot. This must be a hatchback. Well, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a dodge colt there you go uh passengers and crew have four cover soak so if somebody's shooting at you look at that you get four dark symmetry dice to to soak that which 
I haven't played, so I don't know how realistic that is. Four seems like a, a lot to me, knowing that bullets just go through cars unless you're at a certain spot. But uh, hey, it's a game, right? All right, let's look at something more interesting. Armored uh, security van. Is that interesting? Yes. Okay. Armored security van. Exposed and wheeled again. This one can only go 95 kilometers per hour, so that's uh, uh, 60. So that's, that's just under 60 miles an hour. One pilot, one passenger, and yep. 200 encumbrance. Sure. It, uh, impact damage 2 plus 3 dark symmetry dice and 5 soak. But it can take a bit more damage, as you can see. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It that doesn't, doesn't seem, seem all that armored. Yeah, it doesn't seem armored enough for me. I would like uh, more armor in, in my armor car. I really would. Yeah. Um, see anything? A helicopter. Held out by an, I, I thought that was an outstretched hand for a moment. How about, like, how about finding something that is not exposed so I can finally get a feeling of what exposed is and not? Uh, a light Enclosed. Jet. There we go. A jet. I gotta be, I gotta go. Is there anything that's on the ground that is enclosed? Please give me something. On the ground. Industrial lifter. Nope. Uh, whatever that is. Nope. Nope. There I don't are no, no I don't vehicles. <laughs> Whatever. All right. No ground vehicles are ever enclosed. You're going to die, sir. Uh, again, you can see what all the, the, what do you call them? The attributes, the qualities of the vehicles are. Okay, no. I, I want you on. to look at, stop, stop. I want you to look at the cheapest, crappiest spacecraft. If it says exposed, I quit. <laughs> spacecraft exposed that would be funny okay so let's just skip down then we'll come back to what some of that stuff means up there the hell are they full these are just orders you can give oh my god the hangar all right a shuttle shuttle okay it doesn't have exposed but it also does not have enclosed why is that I want to know the difference between exposed and enclosed. I think if I remember correctly, enclosed means that you are environmentally sealed from noxious nasty. Well, but then the, exposed has to be very, 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 very specific. Uh, solution, hull, motive system. Uh, where were these? Uh, see, I don't remember what page those were on. Patience, runner. Was it before this or after? I think it was after this. Nope, it was before. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Rugged, ponderous, hover, enclosed, enclosed. Expo. Significant majority okay. of the combat vehicles are enclosed, protecting crew and passengers from the hazards of the outside world with thick armor plating. Crew and passengers okay, with an exposed? enclosed vehicle may not attack targets with their own personal weapons. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. In enclosed is basically armored and segmented in on the inside. Okay. What's exposed? Vehicles, passenger, or crew compartments are not sealed and instead exposed to the air around them. So basically, if it doesn't have exposed, then you are environmentally sealed. So enclosed is not what I thought it was. Enclosed is actually armored. And, and segmented. Maybe. No, it says that. Crew and passengers within the enclosed vehicle may not attack targets with their own personal weapons because they're also segmented on the inside. No, 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 no. I think that's because they can't shoot out. May not attack. Oh, okay. Hang on. Um, 
Unless they have some way of reaching outside the vehicle. They also increase difficulty of observation tests by one due to their restricted field of vision. Within an enclosed vehicle, crew and passengers cannot be specifically targeted by those outside the vehicle. So an APC. APC okay. would be a good example. Okay, fair enough. I mean, let me look at exposed again. Uh, limits their protection, but allows transported troops better awareness of their surroundings. Crew and passengers in an exposed vehicle can be affected by attacks against the vehicle and count as separate targets from the vehicle if the vehicle is hit by weapons with the blast or torrent qualities. Uh, crew and passengers of exposed vehicles may attack targets with their own personal weaponry. Okay. You right. roll down the windows. Yeah, you can roll down the windows and shoot. Okay. All right. I forgot what page that was, so I'm just going to scroll down. All right, there we go. Spacecraft. Um, it's going to be very similar to the vehicle thing. Again, we are going to skip a lot of this. It isn't... Uh, not trying to give you the rundown of how to do everything, but we are going to talk about the uh, the crew positions. So, oh, no life support. That'd be a great one to have on a ship, right? It's a spacecraft. You can't have no. <laughs> the, the no, vessel... no, no, no. Go to hell. Anyone says, well, you can have a spacecraft that doesn't have life support. No, you can't. You know what it becomes? A spacecraft with no life support becomes a big metal coffin floating in orbit. That's what you created. You, you created a very small cemetery. That's what you did. Just wear a spacesuit. Just wear a spacesuit. It's not, no, sorry. It's not a spacecraft if it doesn't have life support. It's not. It's not. Using English, you can't do that. Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> movement in space is identical to vehicle combat. See, this is exposed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> involuntarily exposed, I suppose. It gained the quality exposed. Gain the quality exposed. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Action and crew rules. Uh, okay, where? Oh, yeah, it was right here. A character in the commander's role can take actions from any other role, but he only receives one standard action, so ships with multiple characters can achieve more. Pilots take actions to move the vessel. Engineers perform repairs and take actions to improve ship's performance. Gunners take actions operating the vehicle's weapons. This is very similar to, again, Coriolis, Starfinder, yeah. Stars Without Number, other games that use the crew position, which I'm a fan of. I like the crew position. The one I always think that's missing, though, is I like uh, I like there to be a communications or science, maybe that's the Star Trek in me, but I want there to be a separate sensor operator from the gunner. Well, I mean, the gunner, the gunner aims that, that, that the gunner is the guy who can do the sensor lock type thing. So we already established that. Well, with the locking on a ship, but I'm talking like, hey, determining what's inside oh, the cargo right. or yeah. or do they are, even have that kind of capability? I mean, you're right. It might not. I don't yeah, know. they might not even have that kind of stuff. Determining if there's a monolith on a planet. <laughs> um, uh, you got eyeballs? I don't know. <laughs> Pilot, standard motion, all head full, evasive action. Again, we saw that just with different names a moment ago, right? Sure. Let's look at what the engineer can do, because that's the well, main one's different. Damage control, standard action, make an average D1 mechanics test to restore one surface damage plus one per momentum. Or you can remove a status effect. So you're the ship's doctor. <laughs> you're, the, you're the shipping doctor. Uh, reroute power. Make an average D1 mechanics to redirect power from minor systems temporarily and boost available power elsewhere. A lot of games do that. Electronic countermeasures. Silent running. So you can spend rolls to make yourself a little more sneaky sneaky or to find one. 
And of course, we've got the same things from the commander. commander here's, yeah. here's the chart. If you roll one to five, you hit the engines, hit six, uh, roll six to 15, hit the hull, hit uh, roll 16, 20, hit a weapon. Strike the nearest and easiest to reach weapon. All right. Uh, so, what kind of craft are there? Do we need to see this same type of chart looks, again? Looks just the for same thing. Looks yeah, like the same thing. Yeah, it's for a spaceship. Repairing spacecraft. Structural damage. The hangar. All right. Let's look at a. Let's look at a ship. Let's find a void fighter. That does that sound cool? It's got the it word void cool, in it, but it probably isn't. Yeah, you probably. It's reliably. Oh, oh, it's just as reliable as the hatchback. That's awesome. <laughs> That's go. what I love in my spacecraft. Well, remember, reliability is about um, uh, the dark symmetry taking over. Maintenance is uh, fixy fixy. So, void fighter is the Mishimen. Uh-oh. Hey, wife, I need you to read some Japanese. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Suzumebaki? Suzumebachi. Yeah, whatever. Class Interceptor. It is uh, one of the most commonly manufactured light combat spacecrafts. Manufactured high standard. Okay, as I say, due to production numbers, it is also one of the most numerous. Well, yeah, I mean, when you make it, most yeah. common, most bitter. But but uh, I don't know if you're here when I said, but the reliability is about dark symmetry. I know, but the uh, thing is, though, if uh, when, when an object gains, gains uh, corruption... I would rather my spacecraft be much more resilient to corruption than, say, a motorcycle. I can survive if the motorcycle crashes. Tuck and roll. I can do that. If my spacecraft crashes, ah, I'm just going to die. I'm just going to die. Alternity had crew rules also. I didn't. I don't remember that. I mean, it probably does. I just don't remember it. But, uh, okay, it's a light craft, and it's agile, so it moves pretty well. Interplanetary range, six hours. Oh, yeah, I probably should have read that, but combat maneuverability, two. Use your crew. Uh, what was I looking at? So I wanted to look at the... Am I not seeing it? Is this... I don't see any... Not quirks. What are they called? Qualities. That's uh, okay. Lightcraft and Agile. Oh, yeah, they're on top. Jesus. Yeah. I, I, wanted, I wanted better qualities than that. Well, it's... It's, it's the TIE fighter of, of spacecraft. <laughs> so, come on. Yeah, this one's rugged. It's a frigate. Yeah, it's okay. rugged. You're, you're going to get a good stuff on that one. Yeah. All right. So sh uh, it's, it's a ship. Great. It's, it's rugged. It has a bunch of crew. One commander, one by three gunners. Awesome. And an engineer. An engineer. Uh, doesn't take a lot of damage, though. Well, you have engineers to fix it on the fly. So well, and, it's, and it's soak is actually it's soak is pretty high. Four and five. Impact damage. Three plus six dark symmetry. Don't get crashed into it. No. Armin, so, so range close, autom ooh, automatic one plus three dark symmetry. Point defense. Defense spelled wrong because British, British spell everything wrong. Pew, pew, um, pew, pew. And close quarters. That means that uh, it can fire while you're basically on top of it. Right. Range medium, missile battery, range medium, munitions, two six blast, close. Okay, so anything within close range of the blast suffers the damage nice okay I weapons like now here's personal equipment we looked at some of this before uh oh let's look at reliability oh no we want to look at uh reliability restrict we want to look at these terms because we haven't even though they've been shown we hadn't run across them until now let me make sure there isn't anything up here yep let's we'll have to do them all all right encumbrance character cannot carry an endless amount of gear Equipment can be heavy, awkwardly balanced, difficult to carry in one's person, or otherwise unwieldy. An item's encumbrance rating is a combination of all these factors. So it's not just heavy, 
It could be bulky. It could be um what's the what's the word my stepdad used to use all the time? It's not uh, it's not heavy, it's uh cumbersome. I think that's what he said. I don't know. Unwieldy. Anyway, unwieldy, yeah. A character can carry up to a strength plus physique and encumbrance with minimal effort. And I know we touched on it, but we probably on the same page. But uh we didn't dive into it. Some of the characters Physical, I'm sorry, the sum of the character's strength and physique is the character's encumbrance limit, and carrying more than that value means that the character is encumbered. An encumbered character increases difficulty of all physical tests by one step. By two steps, if it's twice the limit, yada yada. Restriction indicates how difficult an item is to obtain. We talked about it that much when we looked in the, the life path. Mm-hmm. Which reflects an item's scarcity, rarity, and the presence of licensing or regulations that apply to an item. So why do we talk about life path? Because it says you're, whatever faction you belong to, you're minus one. So that means you can uh, things are a little bit less restrictive to you for you because you're in that faction. Uh, legal brotherhood don't care cost. Cost is an abstract reflection. This is the, one of the things that makes people feel ways about things. It's an abstract reflection of the item's worth in monetary terms. Terms. After succeeding at an acquisitions test to find an item, its cost must be paid in earnings, assets, or a combination of both. So you don't get paid $10,200 a month. You get paid two assets a month. You get paid five assets a month if you're wealthy. And that's, or, or whatever the time period is. Uh, you get paid 15 assets for completing a job. And then you spend those assets. It's just the point is to make the numbers abstract, number one, and also smaller and just easier to grasp. Reliability. Reliability indicates the corruption soak of the device. Items of Cybertronic manufacture have a reliability of C. This indicates a general immunity to corrupting influences. Well, let's all play for Cybertronic then. So they can still malfunction for entirely mundane reasons. All right, um, I was hoping to see, I may have missed it, what maintenance is, but uh, yeah, I'll have to deal with that. And the different corporations have their own different items, as we'll see here in a moment. Uh, not there. Because systems, ancient technology, thinking machines, we're not going to get into that. Weapons, range, RNG, damage, DMG. Ammo in firing mode, reloads. So a reload is an abstracted amount of ammunition. Again, a lot of things in this game are abstracted. Why? Because of momentum. Because of dark symmetry. It helps you utilize those points. Abstracted amount of ammunition is defined as enough ammunition for a combat scene. There you go. Did I run out of ammo? No. Really? No. You're in the same fight. You didn't run out of ammo yet. Yeah, right. Every weapon utilizes ammo in a different manner, and rather than have a lot of unnecessary minor distinctions between weapons, Mutant Chronicles wants to emphasize action over bookkeeping. Thank you. Okay. Reloads have two attributes, type and encumbrance. All reloads are utilized depending on the rule of the weapon. Uh, sorry. Rules of the weapon it is a reload for. Hence, all reloads are for a specific class of weapon. All weapons of the same class use the same type of reloads. Keep it simple. Right. Encumbrance for most reloads is one. Heavy weapon operators may carry a lot more, but also use it up more quickly. Okay. Uh, there's no set definition for reloads. Kind of already said that, but you know, they're getting the point home, I guess. Hammering it home. Yeah. They may be described as a pair of magazines taped together, a cassette for an LMG, a short belt for an HMG. 
heavy machine gun, light machine gun for people. Uh, or for, or even a bandolier shotgun shells. This description has no game effect. It's up to the GM to decide the flavor of a reload when used or discovered. Okay. Under normal circumstances, the reload is not expended through the normal firing of a weapon. Characters are assumed to be reasonably careful with their ammo most of the time. <laughs> really? Right, okay. Thus should, uh, thus, should nothing untoward happen, a firearm can keep firing for entire combats. This is what dark symmetry can be used for, though. Attrition. If a player rolls one or more repercussions, the GM may choose to remove a reload from the character's weapon as a complication. You ran out of ammo. Yep. Most weapons can choose to let rip and expend a reload in a single attack. Mag dump. Go full oh, Rambo. Sure. Yep. Exactly. So there are reasons for ammunition. Like, well, then why do we even worry about it? Well, there are reasons for it. It can be used against you, or you can make decisions that are like, uh-oh, this is going to use up a reload. And if this seems unfair, just remember, all of the Game Master's NPCs, all the bad guys, they don't get, they don't get to carry reloads. Right. The, the Game Master has to use Dark Symmetry dark points symmetry. to reload their team. Exactly. All right. Different qualities. We're only going to look at a couple of qualities. One is going to be, uh, what is it, armor penetration or whatever it's called? Piercing. Armor piercing, there it is. A weapon with armor piercing ignores X points of soak for each dark symmetry icon generated during its damage roll, where X is the rating of this quality. So if it has armor piercing 2, so for each dark symmetry icon generated, it ignores 2 soak. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, no. Uh, a weapon with armor piercing X and armor soak for each dark symmetry icon generated during its death. So it oh, rolls damage soak. dice. For example, oh. two plus two dark symmetry dice. So let's say you roll three damage and you rolled one dark symmetry. That means it's going to, if it has armor piercing two, it's going to ignore two, two soak. Yes. Of the soak. Yep. For, for okay. if, only for the dark symmetry die. Yep. Yes, exactly. Okay, got it. Uh, and close quarters, the ranged weapon may be used against targets within reach without penalty. Normally, you can't shoot somebody with a rifle, yeah. and if you've ever tried, you know it's technically possible. How hard is it to shoot somebody two feet from you when you're all dancing around and the guy doesn't want to be shot? Yeah. Pretty damn hard, actually. Uh, Pius, uh, there's one more I've wanted in here. Oh, I don't see it, and I'm not going to waste time. Torrent. Okay, we can look at that. Scroll over. The weapon does not fire con uh, conventional projectiles, but rather a stream of flame or a deadly liquid that can be swept back and forth over an area. So it's your flamethrower. Flame Acid gun. <laughs> Acid gun, whatever. Torrent weapons. I, I want to see the damage. I want to I see the, the, the cool factor of, of carrying a bomb on your back. The torrent weapons cannot affect targets beyond medium range and ignore sure. all soak gained from cover. Because uh, you set the cover on fire and you're behind the cover. So you are tangentially on fire. I get it. A torrent weapon is otherwise treated as a blast close weapon. All right. Well, blast. Okay. Blast close medium. The weapon produces a burst of explosive force that can lay low several enemies at once. Okay. For each, mo right. for each momentum spent, the weapon strikes an additional target. Okay. Wow. Okay. So um, flamethrowers are cool. But the problem is, if you got a flamethrower on your back, people are going to mistake you for someone <laughs> for, a, for a magic user, and you're going to get a shot first. <laughs> Remember that. Uh, let's look at uh, a Mishima a gun. Restriction two, cost four. Remember, that's four assets. 
The Ronin is a budget gun made for a budget world. It's lighter and... <laughs> go figure, the Japanese. Uh, it's lighter and uh, slightly more accurate than comparable weapons from other corporations, but the quality and durability are vastly inferior. Okay. So range is C. That's close. Reliability, one. But remember, reliability is all about the dark symmetry. Yeah, but... Uh, it's not about its maintenance. Yeah, I don't... I, I see the word reliability. I don't care what the game defines it as. I define a reliability of one something as garbage that I don't want. Instinctively. Even okay. though reliability has a different meaning in this game, in the English language, it means garbage. Okay. And it's semi-automatic. Uh, oh, it's encumbrance of two. That seems like a high encumbrance for a high pistol. for a holdout pistol. <laughs> uh, let's scroll. Let's just go down to something a little more interesting. Because we do have to get through one major section still. So, do we really care about... Should we look at a machine gun? Sure. Alright, let's... What is this one? Field house, oh no, yeah, field house and arms, Imperial, so the Empire. Uh, restriction three, cost 10. So its range is long. Does two plus six, wow. That's a lot of dark symmetry damage. Quality, unforgiving too. Now I kind of wish I would have read unforgiving, but yeah. that's too far up and I'm not scrolling all the way back. <laughs> Size is unwieldy, so yeah, you're not holding this, you're not ramboing this thing well. And reliability is three, so it's hard for the dark symmetry to get in there and, uh, and F with it, but you know. Uh, scroll down. Swords. Jeez, it's the equipment. There, there's a lot of equipment, folks. Yeah, there's a lot of equipment here, guys. I mean, and, and here we go. But all of it is basically the same. I mean, of course, there is the chainsword. Everyone has to <laughs> have a chainsword. Gotta have the chainsword. Gotta have a freaking chainsword. Apparently, it's the dumbest weapon ever imagined by a. But it looks a, cool. A, yeah, by a, a Japanese. Uh, anime uh, anime artist dumbest thing ever so armor and we talked about armor for a little bit when we talked about the character i built uh, the blood beret armor which i think that's it right there that m3 or whatever it's called what what is it uh yeah everyone has huge shoulder pads yes it's required in the game it's oh oh no no, no. okay you know what no we'll cover that we'll cover that let's go back up what There's now? a reason for big shoulder pads. Why? <laughs> uh, is it not here? Bulletproof vest. Shoulder pads. At some point in the past, pauldrons or shoulder pads became a popular way to defend oneself. Quick what? to dawn and useful for protecting the body and, and face in a fight. Body and face in a fight. A shoulder pad or two is a common sight on those expecting trouble. Remember, this is a diesel punk game. They had to find a game mechanic reason to make shoulder pads worthwhile. Lame. The lightest version... Are impact-resistant plastics? Well, the heaviest versions incorporate multiple layers of military-grade ceramic composites. They are favored among soldiers and warriors for the ease with which they can be strapped into place. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you can hide stuff in them, too, yes. Whatever. One shoulder pad provides the soak listed to a single arm. Two shoulder pads provides protection to both arms. And an additional plus one soak to the head. That's whatever, whatever game. <laughs> All right, you 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 can have your fantasy game if you want it, but shoulder pads are stupid. They don't do anything. Stop it, stop it. Well, then you don't like uh, Warhammer or anything no. diesel punk because that's all no. part of that's part of the genre. It's all Milit fantasy land. Yeah, 
It is. It's a game. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, it's a fantasy. It's meta fantasy. It's like some, something, something. Shoulder known pads not come up useful. to here. They come out to there. Yeah. I can see the the bullet. There, you know, it's, it's inflection. It, it causes more problems than it helps. So stop it. And they made chicks in the eighties hotter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> military grade shoulder pads provide an additional plus one soak to head and body, and if worn as a pair. Whatever. Whatever. So. Nope. Folks out there, what are your thoughts on shoulder pads? Let us know. Let Heathen Dog know how wrong he is. Look at that. See those shoulder pads? That's why it protects It covers half the face. Shoot from the side. It's just not going to happen. It also covers all of your field of vision. Nope, it's just below the eyes. His eyes can look over there. Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe not go. that. Maybe not that. Yeah, yeah. Follow that eye line, did you? Yeah. Again, your, your stop. Wife, your, your wife is invisible to that guy. See? escapism not representation <laughs> entertainment over activism <laughs> i'm not i'm i'm it's not entertainment over physics your your wife could assassinate anyone with shoulder pads like that because they could never see her coming guardsman mark three here oh no that's about how, uh where is wait no it wasn't capital uh what the hell imperial here you go mark three this is the one that my character that i rolled that the blood beret had so Screw it. I don't want to go up. We're going to take, we're going to take this Husser Mark four. Head can soak three. Remember, that means three damage is immediately written off. Sure. Torso's three. That's a lot for the head. Arms, two. Encumbrance is four, so you better be a little strong when you're carrying it. Reliability means, look, it's not going to be taken over too easily by, uh, by uh, the... the How uh, can it be taken over? It doesn't have any electronic parts. It's just armor, right? Well probably has some servos in there so that you can walk oh, okay okay yeah i see it. i see it uh later on you have armored vestments and believer armor those are fives and they, they must not have any electronics in them yeah i don't know i don't know i didn't read all the all the armor. now cyber uh cybertronic see yeah these are the ones that can't be taken over yeah it's, it's connected to your nervous system so it's it's immune to to object corruption well, it's just subdermal plates. This is just, they slap the crap under your skin. Yeah. And titanium plate. This is blood pebble armor from Earth. On. Yeah, you're actually protected from object corruption because your, your body is covering it. All right, here is the last section. And this one, we've, I've got to talk about it, though, because this is, this is the important part. Assets represents individual collected or static resources. Assets can often be liquidated directly for credits. Or used through physical exchange or electronic trans transaction. While less consistent and reliable than earnings. So, remember, earnings are what your character gets per month, right? Well, what was my character's earnings rating? A three, I think. Sure. So I get basically three assets per month. Uh, there's also a social. Actually, I think it was four because I. Uh, but I lived as a three. Whatever it was, who cares? But that, that's how many assets you get per month. But you're also going to, when you go on missions, when you do things, when you say, you know, walk the old lady across the road, you're going to get assets. Sure. I mean, everybody you kill, you, you take their jewelry and boots, right? Right. Yeah. And, and sell it off. Now, one person taking the jewelry and boots from one person might not be worth an asset. But you stack those things up, throw them in your space van that's obviously not climate controlled because, you know, <laughs> space. Uh you know, you might have an asset or two in there. Anyway, so they tend to become more mercurial and change frequently over a character's career. When it does change up or down, it may be minor or rather significant. So it's basically saying, hey, you can have economics in your games. A examples of assets include property ownership, credits, bonds, securities, rare coins, vintage vehicles, and other things with value. 
should they be sold, traded, or bartered? So you need a lot of boots and shoulder pads. Yeah. Um, oh, always, always check the mouth for uh, gold teeth. <laughs> restriction rating, the item's restriction rating reflects a number of different things, but really, remember, the restriction is rating is, is one is it, less for your faction. What's that? Is it in stock? Yes. Yeah. And or if it is in stock, are you allowed to get it? Do right. you have? Uh, are you above infrared clearance in order to get this item? Yeah. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cost. An item's cost reflecting reflects several things, but it's largely a member of an item's typical worth in a stable economy. So this is where, uh, first of all, you roll an acquisitions test. Difficulty one for most things. Like remember, my character had an addiction. It's difficulty yep. one to find his addiction, but then you have to pay the cost. Rules of acquisition, because apparently the Ferengi wrote this game. Uh, to purchase an item or secure a service, character needs to make a lifestyle skill test. So you need to hire a, uh, a, 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 a what are they called? Uh, the violinists who play at the restaurant to serenade your wife? Sure. Well, you have to make a, a lifestyle test. Uh, acquisition test, yada, yada. You, you're getting the idea with assets. Um, convert assets, I don't care. Economics in the Brotherhood, don't care. Pooling resources and assistance again. Don't care. Oh, selling for everyone pooling their assets together to get to make a big purchase. I get it. Oh, did I miss it? There's there, there's actually a section that talks directly about how to get assets. Well, I guess I missed it. Oh, we're moving on. You should understand it by now. I think we've explained it well enough. Belongings. These are the belongings that you get during your initial character creation, and then what you can get after it. So let's. Um, there's a chart in here somewhere with costs. So here we go. Let's look at visit to a general practitioner's practice. You want to go visit the doctor. Treatment medicine, it's going to cost you five assets. Okay. Now, if you want visit to an illicit clinic, because you probably got a little something, something that you shouldn't have got from somewhere you shouldn't have been, that's going to cost you 10. The target number to even find that doc is 10 for that uh, acquisitions test, but it should be... Target number 10 to find a legit guy? Come on. They don't have space Google? The hell? Oh, no. Yeah, they have space Google. It brings you into the maw of the cave that Han Solo flew, uh, flew in. Oh, well, that's not great. So, got all types of gear. Diving gear, rebreathers. That's so you can be in that spaceship that Heathen Dog doesn't want. Uh, navigation. There's a chart in here somewhere that I wanted to look at. Is it really this far down? I didn't think it was this far down when I was paging through. Bipods and tripods for your weapons. Do criminal out there you go. Criminal activities. You get a disguise kit, bolt cutters, safe cracker kit. Sure. There we go. This is what I was looking for. So let's um let's just pick something down here. Survival gear. You want a survival kit? Its encumbrance is three. Reliability is four. Well, that's good. Not a lot of mechanics or things to take over there. Restriction is one. Pretty much means anybody can get it. Got to get one success. Cost is three. So that's going to cost you three assets to get a survival kit. What's in it? I don't know. I don't care. It's just basic stuff. Um, what, what, what would you think would be in a survival kit? Um, matches, I don't, I, a knife, uh, food, yeah. compass. One yeah. MRE. <laughs> yeah, one MRE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Map torch, signal flare, six uses, you know, basic stuff there. So, and there's more. There's a lot more. Long but distance you want, call. Oh, you want a pager? Because, you know, the game was written in the 90s, right? Cost five? Five. five 
five assets. It costs the same as a telephone. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, you can get a cell phone. Yeah, that costs What's that costs six. Cost seven. Only two more than a pager. Yeah. Well. Okay. Again, things cost. Uh, so as far as the assets go, I do think that some of the cheaper items do cost a little bit too much. But so, for example, the cellular link. So let me say this: my character ended character creation with eight assets, which means I could go in here. If you remember, I talked about. It, I said I didn't. I didn't spend the assets. I could go in here and spend eight assets. If I want a wired phone for somebody to call me, it's going to cost me five. If I want a pager for somebody to get a hold of me, where I still have to find a way to call them back while wandering around. That's five assets. But if I actually want somebody to call me directly, that's seven of my eight assets. Does anything cost one? Oh, long distance call. Per, I, can, I can make a one minute phone call on that. For one asset. <laughs> yeah, for one asset. So, also understand that, you know, technology with the dark conspiracy. Uh, dark conspiracy. Oh my God. Wrong game. Oh, uh, with the dark symmetry. Assets are going to mean different things. What might be simple for us now it's going to be expensive because technology keeps getting corrupted. Things that we might think are expensive, people have gone back to, you know, like subdermal plating. But anyway, that, that's how much you pay for it in your assets. And I don't think there's anything else I really, yeah, I, that was it. I wanted to end with this chart. So if you want to have a good time with your girl, handcuffs are going to cost you three, three assets. So heathen wait, 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 not... wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yep. I'll bring I can't back. believe I saw that. A flawless fake ID costs five assets. A god dang cell phone costs seven. Okay, but a flawless, where's that uh, a fake, fake okay. ID, comma, flawless. But, but it's, first of all, you, uh, getting it, good luck finding it. Flawless fake ID, if you can find it, you have to, it's got a Oh, no, it costs 10. I'm sorry, it costs 10. Okay, all right, sorry. I, I was, I, that was that was just restriction. I'm sorry. Okay, I yeah. Uh, the cost, I was about to lose my mind. All right, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. It costs one and a half cell phones. Okay. <laughs> costs one, yeah, it costs one and a half cell phones. Uh, but finding it, good luck finding it with that uh, five yeah. uh, uh, restriction. Yeah, because we know Google doesn't work, so yeah. So, and and remember, it's an abstract value. It's not just money. It's about its availability, its legality. Mm, are you the right type of person to have it? Yeah, you know. Again, restriction uh, restriction in and of itself also goes up if or not goes up. Restrictions lowered if you're of the faction. So, you know, flawless ID for you in your faction. I don't know if illegal counts as that, but uh, you know, could be one restriction level lower. Sure. All right. Let's look at some chat. Uh, Crafty says, most important part of 2D20 equipment, mounts, vehicles, etc., are the qualities. The equipment traits that open up when the effects are rolled. I I agree. Uh, the most important qualities that are misused in this game are, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, enclosed <laughs> <laughs> and exposed. <laughs> Very important things. Speaking of which. You just brought up the TIE Fighter. The TIE Fighter doesn't have life support system on board. You're right. It was made because the Empire thinks life is cheap. Apollo 8 had life support. And it, it, was, it was a can with rivets. It still had life support. It had oxygen bottles and CO2 scrubbers. That's life support. 
because you know why we we gave a modicum of care for for people in the craft and now you can call it a spacecraft a tie fighter i i call you know a, a kamikaze coffin basically all right uh so the rules assume you will not be in a sustained days-long firefight oh this is for reload no the the rules assume that after every uh cinematic scene of firefight you will have to reload once normally Un unless unless you roll a, a repercussion and the game master gets squirrely and says you ran out of bullets as your, so as your repercussion let me uh, inject a little reality here for a moment when you hear somebody at least in, in the real world's like oh we're in a four-day firefight they weren't shooting guns for four days no, straight they weren't non-stop shooting no <laughs> I, I it just means it was running gun things were happening artillery was probably coming in tanks were coming over you know pow 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 most firefights do not last a long time at all it's the stress the build-up for it the anticipation the waiting the the rebuilding yep. of the dfps the digging it you know digging it yada yada um with the the occasional crack 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 coming from that side and crack 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 coming from that side but a, a, a truly a, a true firefight doesn't last that long Is that it? That is it. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you know, there, I'm sure there are people out there who are like, man, I wish you would have talked a little bit more than this, or maybe you understood this concept and that concept a little better. The main thing I wanted to talk about was what assets were. I think I did that. And then show off the rest of it. I show some of the, the, the spacecraft rules to let you know that they're similar to the normal rules of the game, right? They, like, there isn't anything too special other than the crew positions out there. Wasn't trying to dive into it. Because remember, this is a read-through. We haven't played. We're using our own noggins to put two and two together and how things are done and talking with, you know, like Crafty and so forth that uh, put comments out there. If you're looking for a tutorial, this wasn't the video for it. We're introducing it to you. We want to read it through with you. We want you to see what we're seeing and then maybe you have your own comments. Maybe you have some corrections. Maybe you have some agreement. What were the two things you didn't like? You didn't like shoulder pads and you didn't like, um, uh, wasn't a the spacecraft with no life support. Oh, I thought there was something else actually meaningful. I forget. Uh, Okay, but whatever. We said subscribe for those. But uh, yeah, give us comments. Tell us your thoughts on 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 the, you know that or anything else that we talked about here. Or if you feel we really did miss it, like, no, you skipped over this and you shouldn't have. Because I didn't want to spend all day talking about equipment and I already spent quite a long time doing it. So next week is uh, going to finish up our series on Mutant Chronicles and I'm going to be talking about the Dark Apostles and I think Dark Apostle Creatures, <laughs> something like that. It has to do with a lot of dark. Yeah, I think it's a dark apostles, like the history of them or something, and mm -hmm. then dark apostle creatures. It's whatever, whatever those two chapters are. So, uh, or yeah. otherwise known as the heretic's best friend. The heretic's best friend. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, look forward to. Uh, I guess it, no, no comments by the way this week. Actually, we did get comments. Then why didn't you make a thing? Uh, they, they weren't. They were either things that I couldn't respond to, or were like, yeah, okay um like the crafting gamer had a bunch of good comments but uh there weren't anything i could i could uh, like feasibly address on here that wouldn't be more than like yeah all right fair enough but there are there are good comments it's just not for this got it all right all right i'm gonna blow my nose okay go blow your nose and we'll get ready for dog segment two i have a funny feeling i'm gonna have people that feel ways about things for that uh <laughs> that equipment section because we really did gloss over it, but there's just a lot there and i didn't want to dive into action for action round for round etc otherwise that would that itself would have been 
five different episodes and it's time to move on from mutant chronicles it's time to move on to conan so we'll get through the rest of mutant chronicles next week and then so apparently we're doing a great job of uh understanding the rules Tinfoil, scotch tape, very legit spacecraft, right? <laughs> All right, legit spacecraft, whatever. If if nineteen, you know, sixties level level technology is better than than your super future tech, you can you can take. It's that not crap. better. It's just that uh, we cared about life. They don't get out. Uh, All right, let me right, get my sure. let me get my thing ready. Hang on. Did, was the order right, or did you move them into the right order? Uh, Is that where we're you. starting? <laughs> no, we're not. We're not doing Conan next week. Um, Conan is. Uh, yeah. We're gonna do one more week of Mutant Chronicles, and then Heathen Dog. The reason why I did that, I, I could have jammed uh, a one more segment. I could have cut. The equipment thing, like pretty much said, that's equipment and done the Dark Apostle thing today. But I do want to spend a little time on the background of them that I wouldn't have had time for today. And Heathen Dog's gone the week after. So when he comes back, we'll start Mutant Chronicles because I have something else planned. One of two things planned for the 19th. You mean start Conan? What'd I say? Mutant Chronicles. Yeah, Conan. You're right. All right, for segment two today, Heathen Dog is going to regale us with a game that I have not played in a long time, but I have to admit I did enjoy. Even it was my first superhero game I think I ever played. I think I played this before Heroes Unlimited. And I remember liking the rules, but hating superheroes. <laughs> like, it's just awesome. not, comic books aren't my thing. So, uh, but so I'm really interested in seeing if I still like, because I have not looked at this game since probably the early 90s. And I want to know if I still have my same feelings about it. But before we do that, I've got to tell you about a couple of things. And the first one is, we believe that role-playing games should take place in fantastic worlds. And is anything more fantastic than a superhero game? I don't think so. Now, the focus of the game should be on role-playing your super and having a good time. The core values of hashtag RPGate and any good tabletop group. If you are a superhero, you have these core values escapism not representation entertainment over activism and natural organic inclusion not forced diversity true superheroes support charity and the charity we support is the wounded warrior project a national nonpartisan organization whose mission is to honor and empower wounded warriors that probably got stepped on by a superhero at some point a building collapsed on them or something like that because superheroes leave a lot of carnage in their wakes i've seen the boys i've seen the boys i wouldn't call them heroes man <laughs> please, please refer to the description below for the link to where you can make your hopefully tax deductible donation and if you want to see something well, not so much superheroes join heathen dog thursdays and saturday evenings on twitch.tv slash legion of myth watch him and his dirty casuals that's right the superhero team with no superpowers play at, uh, multiplayer games for your mockery and enjoyment and of course, here on the YouTube channel, you can watch these game-related segments live every Sunday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, or check out the Friday Night Chill stream, where a panel of guests opine, comment, and editorialize on the TTRPG hobby as a whole. And I am going to derail him. I'm not going to let him stay on topic. I'm going to wander him off so far into left field, he's going to forget he was talking about Marvel superheroes. 
like and, and subscribe that. for me crying in a corner. There we go. All right. So Marvel superheroes. This is the advanced set. There's a there's a basic and advanced. This is the advanced, and you can get all of these things for free on the internet. I'm not going to give the website. I thought it was a legal website. The one I saw was legal. I don't I don't know. I'm not making that huh. distinction. What I'm saying is if you Google Marvel Superheroes RPG PDF download, you will get it. Oh, okay. So I so there's a website out there and I will because if, if it's the same one as you, well then that's coincidence, but there's one called facerip.org. That that could be it. Okay. Is that legal? Then if you want to, you can put it in the description below. If okay. not, then don't. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But this game, uh, the reason it's called Face Rip, that's the that's the uh, uh, system it uses for for uh, um, your your level of ability and at the same time your oh, level crap. of success. I'm in the wrong place. I thought this was about owning a pet monkey. No, it's not about owning a pet monkey because oh. pet monkey will rip your face off. Do not do not give it anything. A monkey will kill you. The subscribe idea for monkey death. <laughs> like and subscribe for monkey homicide. Okay. The uh the idea behind this game is you can jump in to a to a, a, a superhero Marvel specific superhero genre with almost no knowledge of how to play role-playing games and get it done. And it does so in a way that is true to the IP of 1986, because that's when this came out. So Beast doesn't look like a beast. In this book, he looks like a dude because at the time, 1986, he looked like a dude. See, it it kept with the with the current IP configuration of all of these heroes. Silver Surfer, for instance, is stuck on Earth. He can't go, he can't leave the Earth's atmosphere because Galactus basically cursed him. That's that's the reality of this right now, 1986. But of course, you being you, you the game master, you can change it however you want to bring it to current time. And that's easy enough. So what we're going to do first is we are going to go look at our table of contents here. I don't think we need to define what a hero is, but we're going to look at abilities. We're going to, we're going to look at uh, feats, what it means. We're, we're going to look at the, uh, the back cover of both these books. There's a book for the player. This is the player's book. Are you going to give us an example of how to roll something? Because yes. Okay, yes. great. Awesome. The only dice you need are these two right here. These are two 10-sided dice. One of them is a percentile, but it doesn't have to be. They're two different colors. Just say one of them is 10, one of them is one's place, and you're gold. That's all you need. The only two dice you need. And it is, I, I, don't, I, can't, I can't think of a time where, where somebody needs to roll dice at the same time. So for your entire table, this is all you need. Your entire table. These two dice. That's it. Wash your wash the Cheetos off your hands though before you pick the dice up. Please, please don't don't be that guy. Yeah. All right, that's fine. All right, so we're we're gonna go over the rolls. Uh, we're gonna go over what feats are, and then uh, later on we're gonna go over making a character, and then at the end we're gonna go over powers, talents, contacts, stuff like that. The end of character generation, but focusing on the uh, the 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 powers and abilities that increase your chances of success. So first thing we're going to do is look at abilities. Here we go. Primary abilities. This is your face rip. Fighting, agility, 
strength, endurance, reason, intuition, and psyche. This is not hard to understand. Fighting is your fighting ability. This is this is basically what you're going to roll to hit in hand-to-hand combat or, or, wep- or weapon combat. You have a sword or a club or whatever. Agility, this is used, used to hit with ranged attacks and dodge. We're dodge. Dodging ranged attacks. Strength, this is the damage you do when, guess what? If you do strike with a melee with a melee weapon or with your fists. Endurance, this is your constitution, basically. Uh, if you are drowning, you would roll endurance feats. If you are running long distance, you would roll endurance feats to not to stave off tiredness, stuff like that. Reason, this is your IQ, how smart you are. Intuition, this is a... Uh, this is uh, uh, in in combat. It helps. A high intuition will will give you greater initiative, but in the rest of it, intuition is very much like a sense or a feeling. Most people have typical intuition, which you're not sensing or feeling much. But <laughs> higher higher intuition uh, uh, characters, like uh, say Daredevil, for example, or Spider Man will will sense a great deal of things before they happen and you will you will uh, not be surprised or get initiative bump or whatever and psyche is your willpower psyche is most important for you probably guessed it psychic characters and wizards wizards very important secondary characteristics these are all based off of your face rip stats health it is the the culmination uh, is it's the sum of all of your ranks in fighting, agility, strength, and endurance. Now, when I say culmination of ranks, let me let me give you exactly what you're looking for. Oh, it's sideways. How do I turn this? Here we go. Nope, that's upside down. There you go. This this is the back of the book, the back cover of the book. Here's the book. It's on the back cover. It's also and on you the can back da- cover you can book. download that chart online as oh, well. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Now let's say you have typical fighting typical endurance typical agility and typical strength that's six times four you have 24 health that's your hit points 24 hit points there you go now if you're super strong say remarkable strength that's beyond beyond human norm you have you have between 26 and 36 added to your hit point total it's that easy now for karma that is going to be Oh, it's sideways. There we go. That's origins. We screwed that. Screwed the pooch. There we go. Karma. Karma is a a very, very special mechanic in this. Uh, It is the total of your character's reason, intuition, and psyche. Karma is is very much like like Shadowrun. I'm glad Shadowrun is is next week because this is a, a kind of primer in the idea of karma. Karma is not only your experience points, but it's it's also if you want to use mutant chronicle as the there you go if you want to use mutant chronicle it's it's also your uh your chronicle points basically you can use it to affect gameplay you can spend karma to reach someone a little faster or get in front of a bullet to to take a hit for someone else or uh be able to to type in a passcode really really fast to disarm a bomb before it goes off you have 2 seconds left you can use karma to push abilities. You, you can use karma to create openings in gameplay. 
but you're using that karma then instead of using it for experience to grow your face rip abilities to grow the rank of your powers to get more contacts to get more talents it's always a balancing act and of course you gain and lose karma by doing heroic or dastardly deeds every life you save you gain karma everyone whom you let die or fail to save you lose a certain amount of karma and or popularity, which we're going to get to in a minute. And what does karma do for you like as a game mechanic? As Like I said, as a game mechanic, you can spend a certain amount of karma. It, it's it, it's different for each thing, and we'll, we'll get into that later. But uh, you can spend a certain amount of karma to be able to be a little stronger for a second. You know, the whole mommy strength, li lifting a car, stuff like that. Well, you you can increase your strength by a whole shift. Am I, am I misremembering a word? Isn't karma also spent to increase your character's permanent abilities? Yes, that's like using it as experience. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's using it as experience. And then there is uh, resources. This is a, uh, this is starts off at typical. And then there is a, a random role to move it up, move it down the chart. But this is how much stuff you can, you can afford. This is how much money you have your total net worth. And your net worth describes how much how much you can you can afford, and if you have to roll. For example, if you look at the chart, I, I wish I wish I could bring up two things at once on here. I really <laughs> wish I could, but I can't. I'm sorry. This is page five. Okay, but you bring back the chart, and let's say you have remarkable income. Can you zoom in on that a little bit? Just for people to. You have remarkable income, right? That means if you want to spend something that costs a remarkable amount of money, you probably have to get a red, uh, a yellow fee. Probably uh, it's either yellow or red. I'm sorry, I, uh, I've lost the over the 20 years I've lost mechanics on this. But for each for each shift lower, it's one less color feat. So if you had to spend yellow for remarkable cost, you only have to roll a green. To afford on to afford an excellent cost and then you don't have to roll for anything good or less it's basically you have enough money to buy it and it doesn't matter it's like uh if you if you make five hundred dollars a day and you have starbucks three times a day it doesn't really matter that's 15 to 20 dollars a day that you spend but it doesn't matter because you're making 500 it's a rounding error you don't even count it. It's the large purchases that you have to see if you can afford at that moment. Okay, now we're going to go back to page five. And uncrookify. There we go. Then we have popularity. This is important because you are a hero. There is no option in this game to play a bad guy. You what? have to be, yeah, you have to be heroic. And I want to be a heretic. No, the, the more popular you are, the more people will listen to you, the more people will love you, the, the, the more they will, you know, look up to you, and that will help you in saving their lives. For example, uh, use the term in reactions of a large group of people and neutral NPCs. If if you, as a as just a dude, walk into a police station and 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 yell fire, fire, fire. 
there's going to be one or two people that are going to react to you. No one's going to run. They're going to look around, but they're not going to run. Captain America comes in and says, there's a fire. People are like, oh, Captain says, and they just go. They leave. <laughs> they pull the fire alarm as they go. They're not questioning it. They're not doing anything. Like Captain America said so. It's true. If you have a negative popularity, people will actually throw sticks and stones at you. <laughs> oh, get out of here, chump. No one likes you. So that that will that will happen to you. Now, uh, let's let's see the the other mechanics. Okay, uh, ev every everything is based off of off of the the back cover of this book. This this table is your bread and butter. Every, everything is based off this. If you want to attack someone with, uh, say, a club or your fist, you roll your fighting ability. And if you get a white, you miss. If you get a green, you hit. If you get a yellow, it's a slam. If you get a red, it's a stun. For example, Max Liao, let's yeah. say you have excellent fighting ability. Okay. Um, you, I have two, roll some dice. you have two 10 sided dice. I do. Please no roll way. it. Here. A cat's going to attack him. All right, I'm going blue hot. Oh, no, I got percentile. Never mind. Uh, oh, ot seven. That's not good. Seven. <laughs> that is right here. You failed to hit. That's a just straight up miss. Straight up miss. You just missed. That was your action, and you missed. Easy enough. The other person doesn't have to do anything. Let's try again. All right. Let's... Big money, big money, big money, big money. 71. 71. Okay. That is, look at that, a yellow. A yellow feet is a slam. Now, let, let's say that the bad guy doesn't want to evade, doesn't want to dodge, doesn't, doesn't want to uh, um, do anything. He just takes the hit. Okay. He has to roll to resist that slam. Now, a slam is like in comics when a strong person punches somebody and they get lifted off their feet for a certain amount of, of whatever, and they, mm -hmm. they get thrown backward, that's a slam. Happens a lot in comics. That's why there's a mechanic for it here. Now, if it's just a regular slam, it's going to be one area. That's about, I think, 6 or 12 feet. I forget. Okay. But it's the, it's the opponent that rolls against his endurance. See slam? Did you see the question mark? Here, let me, let me zoom in. Slam question mark. Okay. The recipient of that slam, that's me. He hit me and got a slam. Then I have to roll. Let, let's say I have remarkable endurance and I roll 53. 53 is green. That means I am slammed one area, six or 12 feet. I forget which it is backward, directly backward. So it's the, like a knockback. It's, it's, it's a knockback and okay. knockdown. Knock back and down. And if there is a wall behind that, you can hit the wall and take more damage. If there's a person behind you, directly behind you, you can knock them over as well, depending on how heavy you are. I mean, if, uh, if, if a small child is slammed into the Hulk, the small child is going to bounce off the Hulk. It's not going to matter. But if the Hulk is slammed into a small child, well, then you, got, you better have some stain remover because that's going to be rough. <laughs> All right, so it's it's basically like that. The mechanic is super easy. 
everyone uses the same dice everyone everyone uses the the, the same kind of mechanic it it doesn't matter if you have feeble fighting ability unearthly fighting ability you don't care you only care about the color you rolled that that determines the efficacy of your attack like uh the unearthly unearthly strength i'm sorry unearthly fighting ability this would be this would be your captain america your uh daredevil type level fighting ability this is crazy and they they roll a yellow you on the other hand have feeble fighting ability. You're uh -huh. a cripple, or you're your Aunt May, and you Hold roll. On. A red. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I got a ninety-three. <laughs> you rolled it. You rolled a yellow. Look at that. But <laughs> right. let's, let's say you you roll you roll a, a double lot. That's a hundred. Oh, right. You both rolled a red feet. You both did equally as well. The only difference is it's easier to roll this higher color feet if you have. A, a higher ranking attribute that's the only difference the effect is is the same aunt, aunt may can get a grand slam on somebody <laughs> i i wouldn't bet on it it's possible uh, i wouldn't put money on it so it only matters the color and the the great thing about this is the game master the only thing he does is he shifts you up or shifts you down depending on circumstance or whatever. For example, let, let's say you are blinded. In, in this book, there, there, there will be, you are minus a certain number of column shifts to attack because you are blind. Let's just say it's four. Let's just say it's four. Boy, so that's you a roll lot. your percentile dice. That's great. You have remarkable fighting ability, but you are blinded throwing a punch. You are minus four shifts. So let's say, Maxley out. Roll again, please. Okay, rolling. I got a 61. 61. That is... Oh, it's still green. You still a hit. Still a hit. But let's say you are blinded and you are minus four column shift. One, okay. two, three, four. Nope, still hit. Yay. Here, I'll roll better. Yeah. Uh, 50. 50. Ah, now you missed. You went yeah. from a hit to a miss. But the, when his first roll was green to green, there's no difference in effect. It's still a hit. It was just a harder chance to get to that green. Exactly, yes. It was just a harder chance. But he, in the end, he still made it. Effect, same. So yeah. how do you use this chart to roll, say, I, I won't call them mundane skills. We'll call them mundane skills. Let's say I, I'm, I'm trying to hack into something for whatever reason. Okay. It all, it all depends on your, in this instance, reason, if you're okay. using hacking. You, your reason is your base. If you are unskilled, you're going to get a minus to column shift. But if you are skilled, let, let's say you are skilled as a hacker, you get a plus one column shift for having that skill. I, I guess what, what I'm saying is what's the difference between red, green, and yellow in that case? If, if, I, if I roll my hack, and uh, obviously we know what a failure is, but what, yeah, where, where do you look on the chart to say, okay, this is how good a generic skill is? Okay, usually uh green is a success okay and yellow yellow and red are are uh, augmented successes okay now if it is a protected system if it is a system that has firewalls and and uh antivirus stuff and stuff like that it will resist you with uh the equivalent of a dodge or an evade 
So let's go ahead and roll. Let, let's say you are excellent intelligence, but you are a hacker, which means you roll on remarkable. Go ahead and okay. roll. I got uh -oh, 33. 33. Okay. That is, you did not hack it. Try again. Oh, before the black ice shoots me in the face. Oh, 86. 86. Okay. That means you are going to, you're, you, you cannot go below shift zero in normal circumstance. Okay. But one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Now the, the, the system has defenses and we're going to do an evade. Uh, no, we're going to do dodge. So I'm going to roll. Now I'm not, I'm not sure this is it. Uh, I don't, I don't know if they have the hacking skill. We will find out during character generation, but I roll an 84 and the, the, the system has amazing firewalls. So okay. 84 is yellow. So I shift you down four places, but that's still going to be. Okay. So it keeps my yeah. roll. So, so I still yeah, keep my keeps roll. Your roll it now it moves it down. down. Okay. It shifts you up or down depending on what happens. So, uh, so go back to what I rolled. Uh, where, where's my column? 86 was right here. So and yeah, this is remarkable. This so is let's right. arbitrarily say for a moment, I didn't roll an 86, but I rolled a 70, a 71. Let's just go up to that 71 chart. 71. Now so, your initial was a yellow feet. So which, I'm like, yeah. Which is, yeah. Which, which is not only a success, but uh, an augmented success of some kind, but the, the, the system dodged with the firewall or whatever. One, two, three, four. Now it's just a regular success. Okay. Which and is whatever, fine. whatever the difference of that whatever means, the difference will is, be... I mean, we can look at hacking, whatever the difference is that that'll be it. Okay. But that is basically how it works. Ah. Cause I noticed that a lot of the stuff at the top for obvious reason was just yeah. based on combat. I was yes. like, well, what about, what about a mundane skill use, for example? Well, Cause you know this what? game is you know used for do? things other than superheroes. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to look at the skills. Okay. Uh, talents. Here we go. Then th those are, those are talents. Uh, martial arts, acrobatics, throwing objects, tumbling, professional skills. There we go. Medicine, law enforcement, military, scientific skills, chemistry, biology, geology, genetics, archaeology, physics, computers. Here we go. It would be computers. A plus one CS on matters involving computers, computer control equipment, and which you gave me. Which, yeah, which I, I would call that hacking. So you get a plus plus yeah. one CS. All right. And CS for folks, I, I for don't know if you define it, column shift, yeah. Is a column shift, as a column shift up. A minus one CS would be a column shift down. Now, the, this, this game in 1986, they didn't have a whole lot of, whole lot of idea of firewalls and, and uh, anti-hacking programs, so they don't really have it in this book. But the game master can easily make an endurance roll or a dodge roll or an evasion roll that the, that the computer can have based on its automatic systems. It's, you know, when windows defender has a certain ability to stop, to stop the idiot hacker, right? Maybe, I don't know. So it'll, after it'll have windows seven windows defender is okay. It's not great, but it's okay. Okay. There you go. So that, that is your, your basic understanding of how the game works, the mechanics of the game. Everything, everything falls around the, the, uh, your base attributes and your skills, talents are adding column shifts, good going right, or subtracting column shifts, bad going left.
but you're still rolling a D100, just moving up, down, left, you're moving left or right, depending on circumstance and training. Now, we can get to uh, going through the character, okay. making a character, which is super easy. Let's, let's hit comments first. Max wants to hit comments first. I do. I don't have a lot of them, but uh, you know, hopefully they're good. Uh, I think the only difference between uh, basic Marvel and advanced was the later had character creation. Basic assume you just wanted to play established characters. I wonder yep. if I played basic then, because I, I know that when when I played, I was just told, here's the book, of, here's a list of characters, pick the one you want to do. And I played some green chick. That's all I remember. She was a chick and she wore she green. Helped. What's that? I don't think she it was She-Hulk. The, the, the girl right here? I don't That's her. think so, but I, I'm, I, I don't remember. At this point, she was part of the Fantastic Four. And then, uh, is it possible to play a super group based on the notoriety infamy factor? Be no. super villains cleaning out the town and running them up, superheroes as NPCs? No. In this game, you are meant to play the hero and nothing else. And karma really kicks in with that. Yes. Every uh, time you do something bad, you lose karma and you lose popularity. You even lose karma for general destruction during your fights. So you are incentivized to have as little collateral damage as possible. The more collateral damage you have, the less karma you get, which means the less experience you can gain. Okay. I have my first face rip game coming up. Glad. To get this overview, by the way. And uh, he said it was going to be a Blade Runner style. Nice. And yeah. uh, yes, uh, I saw in our Discord that someone put up a general face rip uh, um, system. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw it was 24 bucks. I was like, yeah, I'm not paying for that. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> uh, and uh, I looked at the chart. The chart renames some of the things. That's pretty much all it did, yeah. And then the last one is, uh, look at page 15, the player's guide for how to handle regular feats. Okay. So we'll do that right now. Uh, 13, there's feats. 14, 15, types of feats. The following are the different types of feats called for in a game. Ability feats are those that rely on one of the seven primary abilities. These feats may be raised or lowered by talents or existing situation. Like I said, talents talent slash skills or extenuating circumstance blinded fog one hand no tools up or down power feats those rely on the hero's individual powers the character with water control of amazing checks on the amazing column to determine success for the most part that's true talent feats are those that rely on the hero's talents where talent modifies a specific ability for feats that sounds a whole lot like the ability feat but okay whatever Popularity feats are my, my example with the scrub and Captain America walking into a room saying fire. People are going to listen to Captain America because he's going to roll his unearthly popularity and people are going to listen. Scrub boy goes in there with his feeble popularity and they're going to go, shut up. What? Who the hell are you? Get out. Resource feats are used in connection with the character's resource rank determine if the character can afford a specific item. I, I went through that. Yeah, this is a credit check, basically, yes. All right. I mean, it's, what I like about this is I like that the rules are fairly vague. What I don't like about it, but I understand it. And so when I say I don't like about it, I'm just, I'm kind of using a modern mind for this, is that it's heavily, heavily, heavily focused on combat. Yes, it is. But to be fair, 
comics in the 80s were heavily focused on combat. Yeah. It was right. no, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I shouldn't have said that was a complaint. It's just like, ooh. It's just a reality. Yeah. As far as, you know, you, what can your character do? Well, there aren't a lot of skills, so to speak, for the game. So everything's based on attributes. That means everything you do in this world based on your uh, your reason is remarkable. Wow. Remarkable at start. Yes. Like, but I mean, just thinking about that, that means, you know, everything in the world you can do, oh, you can up, hack to the a, up to a remarkable ability. Yes. Right. It's just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, it, yeah. I almost yeah. feel like this game could, well, could now, handle skills to, or classes. No, I get it. I get it. But they wanted to go simplicity. Yeah. It's superheroes. I get it. Yeah. It's superhero. You want, you want to keep it simple, stupid. Okay, so you don't you don't need to overcomplicate things. You if you are remarkably intelligent, you are remarkably intelligent across the board. If you want to seem more intelligent than that, you will get a talent like physics. You're incredibly intelligent in physics now, or you're incredibly intelligent in computers, or you're incredibly intelligent in electronics. Because you also have training on top of your raw natural ability. I got you. Yeah, they just want to keep it simple. Now, next we're gonna go over creating your character actually seeing what origin you are are you going to be alter human which is an experiment or a mutant or a or a, a technology hero like iron man or whatever we're going to find that out and what powers you get and all of your stats we're and we're, we're, we're going to make max layout character yeah yeah I, I just so folks know i was looking at this outside the scope of uh of a super i don't do superhero games i don't like superheroes <laughs> So like, uh, it's, it's not my thing. So I'm looking at it as like, Hmm, how would I do this as like, it's, he was talking about the blade, his blade runner game, or how would I do a sci-fi game or even a fantasy game, whatever, where I would want the characters to have, I guess the talents in this game, right. Uh, to have a few talents or to play a character class. And then, then I would say, Hey, yeah, you're remarkable. All about your character class. You're in, you're remarkable. Everything else is column shift, like two or something. I don't know. But, uh, just randomly saying crap off the top of my head for that. So it's uh anywho. So let's move on. All right. For the next part of segment two, Heathen Dog is gonna teach us how to make our hero. But before we do that, I want to remind you that uh, we believe role-playing games should take place in fantastic worlds. Again, superheroes are about as fantastic as you can get. So uh role play. Have a good time. And always remember, escapism, not representation. Why? Because you can't be represented by a superhero. You cannot light fire from your hands. You do not have eye beams. If you do, get checked. Something's wrong. Entertainment over activism. A natural organic inclusion, not forced diversity. You don't need to be green to sit at the table. But you can be. Charity we support is Wounded Warrior Project. National nonpartisan organizations, missions, honor, and empower Wounded Warriors. I don't think I mushed any of those words together either. And you can join Heathen Dog on Thursdays and Saturday evenings as he plays MechWarrior 5 currently. And you can watch our YouTube channel for game related or tabletop game, not video game nonsense. We don't do that crap here. No. Tabletop game. <laughs> All right. Like and subscribe for Max being mean. Yes, All right, Max, indeed. here we go. This is what's going to happen. We're going to make you a character. Oh, yay. You are going to roll your origin. That's first. The origin, we're going to... Here we go. <laughs> this is your origin. You could be altered human. That is uh, Daredevil, Spider-Man, someone who was a normal dude, 
and then got bit or acid or radiation X or whatever, change them. A mutant, you were born that way, hit puberty. High-tech hero, a robot, or an alien. Go ahead and roll your percentile dice. Come on, robot. Let's go, robot. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, 82. That's not robot. No, that is a high-tech hero. Oh, all right. Let's read high technology. Also called high-tech wonders, these heroes derive their abilities solely through equipment, whether an equipment is mystical or technological in nature, such as Iron Man or Captain Britain. High technology heroes Captain start with Britain. lower primary <laughs> abilities. What? It's a Captain Britain. <laughs> yes. With lower primary ability scores, and in addition, may not use their powers without their equipment. However, they receive many other benefits. High technology heroes roll on column three for the random ranks table. We'll look at that in a second. Initial reason is raised by two ranks. So whatever you roll for your reason, you shift it twice over immediately. Awesome. High technology heroes must have at least one contact, and they must declare what that contact is before starting play. The contact represents the organization that the player character works for, or if resources are high enough, owns at least one talent chosen must be scientific or professional when generating powers the high-tech hero can choose body armor as a power and if you do that means you are now able to have all of your powers in a suit a suit of in uh, a suit of body armor like iron man okay that's if you choose and okay. uh and this this suit is a powered a powered armor, which means uh, may choose to have all his powers combined in the battle suit. Check under body armor entry for these effects. Effects are rolled on column six to see how the armor affects the fighting, agility, strength, and endurance of the player character. This thing can shift all of your physical abilities up because it is you know it has pneumatics or whatever, and it increases your strength, your stamina, your agility because it's a technology assist okay so you can choose that if you want good for you now let's look at your stats generating primary abilities high technology hero this is you right here yay hang on hang on uh do you have a pencil and paper i do I, not have a pencil i will get one i have a pen and i have a paper okay should i write down face rip And we're just going to go down the line. Okay. Now, for me. remember, your game master may allow you to move these around because they're all rolling the same D100. You're rolling on the same chart for everything. It doesn't make a mechanical difference. But uh, Max Liao and I like to go top to bottom if we can. So we're going to go. All right. I got a 13. <laughs> 13. That is typical fighting ability. Oh, that's not so bad. That's not so bad. All right. And now for my A. I got a 51. 51 is a good agility. Good as GD, right? Yep. Okay. Now for my S. I got an 81. Excellent strength. You work out. Excellent <laughs> strength, by the way, is the but I can't maximum, fight. <laughs> it is the maximum strength a normal human can have. Okay. But I can't fight. Well, you can fight typically. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 70 for my E. 70 for endurance. That's good. Hey, baby, here comes a big one. Come on, Reason. Come on, Reason. reason. I got a 54. No, 45. 45. That's good, but plus two brings us to Remarkable. Yay. RM, you're a smart boy. I wanted, I wanted to be amazing. Now you've got your intuition. 
Let's check out <laughs> Ot eight. Ot eight. That's poor intuition. PR. You know what? I don't. I don't understand people. <laughs> you don't. You don't get it. All and right. Psyche. And psyche is ten. Also poor. Poor psyche. All right. That's a very interesting. That is very so, interesting indeed. Now so typical, good, eight. excellent, good, remarkable, poor, poor. Now, your initial starting stats are at the lowest end of your range to leave room to grow using karma as experience. So typical for you is five. So your fighting ability is five. Write that down. Okay. What's the next one? Good? Yes. That's eight. And what, what, are these, what do these numbers specifically mean? Okay. I'm telling you the specific numbers. Typical for you is five. Okay. Good for you is eight. Uh -huh. Excellent. Your strength is 16. Okay. And your endurance, was it good? Yes. Eight. Your reason is 26. Seeing a theme here and I don't like it. Your intuition's three. Okay. And your psyche is three. Okay. Now you add up the numbers for FASE. That's your hit points. Uh, two, so 37, 37 hit points. And you add up your RIP. That's your karma. Uh, 32. Good thing you're smart. <laughs> yeah. So 37 and 32 hit points and karma. All right. Am I All ready right. to go kick ass and take initials? That is that is your primary abilities. Now now we move on to your generating health. We just did that. Generating karma. We just did that. Generating resources. Okay, now you have a choice to make because you are a high-tech hero. You have to make a choice. You can choose to do the route everyone everyone else does. You start at typical and then you roll for column shifts. Okay. Either up or down. Or you can just take good resources which is one column shift up. Do I want to risk it all? I have bad intuition. I'm risking it all. <laughs> He's going to risk it for the biscuit. Okay, so he starts a typical, and he rolls on the ability modification table to see if it's reduced or increased or remains unchanged. No whammy, no whammy. Top, please. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. 64. 64. That is increased by one rank. Is the same thing. Is good. Your resources mm -hmm. are good. All right, then we move on. That's generating resources. Blah, blah, blah. Now, you can spend resources during character generation to get more powers, more contacts, and more talents. Each talent, power, or contact you get will decrease your resource rank by one column shift. Mm. So keep that in mind. Until the end of character generation, you can use that as a tool. Okay. So that'll be after whatever I get normal. So, cause I have a required. Yeah. Our powers are right here. Okay. What you start with and maximum, we're going to roll all that okay. generating popularity. Initial popularity is 10 for most heroes, zero for mutants and robots. So your popularity is 10. Yay. Now you have some choices to make. Do you want to have a public identity? That means do, does everyone know who you are really? Do you want that to be true? It's up to you. I have, oh wait, uh, 
Which everyone defaults with a secret identity, but you can have a public identity if you want. No, no, no. I don't secret. Okay, if you took public, you would raise your popularity by ten because people would trust you more. Uh, eh, lower popularity by five if your identity is secret okay your popularity is now now five lower popular by five if the hero hangs out with dirty mutants you don't (laughs) lower popularity by five if the hero is generally unpopular aliens have this trouble you're not so your your now popularity is five okay And your, uh, if you have a secret identity, which you do, your secret identity has its own popularity because they they think you're a different person. So you you could have a popularity as your secret identity greater than your superhero identity. For example, Bruce Wayne and Batman are both known throughout the world, but for different things. Bruce Wayne is a philanthropist, playboy, billionaire. Mm-hmm. Batman is a is a is a superhero but in the early days bruce wayne had a greater popularity than his batman persona batman would only be known at first in gotham whereas bruce wayne would be known all over the world because billionaires are known all over the world essentially so bruce wayne would have a greater popularity now that changed over time where batman became more and more popular became part of the justice league and now the world knows him as well but that's through gameplay and through okay. and uh, and through, uh, well, saving people and you know, becoming more popular. All right. So we go through that. Generating special abilities. OK, this is three roles, powers, talents and contacts. Now, remember. You you can burn one of these powers and just say it's body armor if you want. That will not only give you a suit of armor to house the rest of your powers in, but also it is powered armor to increase all of your physical abilities, which while you're in your suit will automatically increase your hit points. Is the expectation of this type of character to go with the suit? Cause I was thinking more of like a hardware from like a heroes unlimited and building shit instead of having a suit, but I want, but, it, but if, it but if however the, you want, okay. for example, Tony Stark is iron man. He went the body armor way forge is a high-tech mutant. He creates technological devices that are vastly powerful, but they're they're just that, devices. That That's more of the route that I was thinking. Okay, then then you will not choose body armor as one of your, as one of your uh, powers. You'll just <laughs> random roll all of them. But all first, right. we gotta know how many powers you start with. So, go ahead and roll a percentile. And we'll I got that. a 90. You got four powers, but your maximum is also four. So you can't buy any more powers with resources, oh. but you get four. So that's good. Oh yeah. Mega mind. That's right. Mac is right. Mega mind would, would be the same way. Mega mind is a technological genius, high tech villain, I guess at first, but he decided not to go the armor route. He, he made robots and vehicles and all kinds of stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now we'll roll for talents. These are your skills. These are the things you've learned. You're trained in these Ooh. things. Ooh. 13 13 that is one but your maximum is six that means you can buy using resources up to six okay now we'll roll your contacts these are the people you know or institutions that that will do you favors wow i'm gonna go play the lottery now i got another 90 90 that is two you have two contacts with a maximum of four all right all right let's move on 
two power categories. Okay. You have four powers. That means you're going to roll four times on the power categories and then one time each on whatever category you go. So we'll do one at a time. Okay. Roll your general power category for your first power. 67. 67 is distance attacks. Now you roll a 10-sided die to see what kind of distance attack you get. And for my 10-sided, I got a 4. 4. That's fire. Fire generation is your power. Okay. One of your powers. Fire generation. Okay. For the next one, or do I do more? I got a 30. 30. That is energy control. Now... Normally, I would say, "Oh, it's gonna be fire," but fire is not is not a you know a roll here. So we're gonna roll a d10. Okay. One magnetic manipulation. All right, write that down. Now, you and the GM together can re-roll things that do not make sense, but it's best to roll all your powers out to see what you have to see if you can make sense of it. Now, remember, he is a technological genius. He can create magneto discs and a flamethrower and be completely fine with his character because they're two different inventions. So it's completely fine. He has powers that don't seem to go together. Now, third power, roll your category. Ot six. Senses. Remember, the low doesn't matter here. Roll a d10. Eight. Eight. Psionic detection. You have a device that detects psionics. And I scramble their brains and burn them with fire. Nope. This is just detection. Shut up. All right. Your last power. Roll, <laughs> I'm stuck roll in the, the other two powers. <laughs> roll the category. 67. 67. That's another distance attack. Man, you are a violent man. All right. Roll the D10. Well, it's because I have no psyche and no whatever the other yeah, one is. Oops. Right. Damn it, rolled it wrong. Um, seven. A stunning missile. Now, it just says stunning missile, which means you can describe it however you want. For, for example, um, if you were to make a green arrow type character, a stunning missile would be an arrow with a, with a fist at the end of it. That's how he would describe a stunning missile. Fine. Whatever. Okay. However you want to describe it is fine. So what we have is we have fire generation. We have stunning missile. We have psionic detection. And we have what else? Uh, the energy, uh, the magnetic, magnetic manipulation. Yeah, magnetic manipulation. Okay. Those are the powers you have. Write those down. We're going to get into powers right. in a second. But next, we're going to go to. Do, 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 do. Generating talents. Now we're going to go with talents. Now remember, you have, what was it? One. one talent? Yeah. You rolled one talent, right? Yeah, just one. Okay. So we're going to go talent category. Roll, roll me a D100. I got 24. That is a fighting skill. Now roll me a D10. A lot of fighting skill. <laughs> oh. Zero. Ten. Acrobatics. <laughs> okay. And now contacts. Now, here's the cool thing about contacts. Contacts, you can just choose. 
each hero gets a number of initial contacts as rolled in their initial powers, talents, and contacts table. Certain individuals get specific contacts at start. High technology heroes must use one contact. You only have one. Yep. No, I have two. You have two. Okay. For their support. So one of these contacts has to be either uh, you only have good resources, so you don't own a company. So the company you work for that, that made, that helps you make these devices. Okay. That would be uh, do, 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 an electronics contact uh, or no, an engineering contact, either or one of those. I'm so writing down engineering contact. Engineering contact. Okay. So we'll just say um, uh, Boeing, just for funsies. You 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 work at Boeing. Boeing is a is a professional contact for you. Now you get to choose your second contact from this list. Well, let's see. Let me real quickly look at uh, fireman. Okay. Um, where's the list? Right here. I'm starting here. Professional medicine, oh. law, law enforcement, military, business, journalism, crime, engineering, psychiatry, detective, espionage, hero group, scientific. All of these political. Yeah. All of these and mystic, these. Probably uh, not scroll, mystic. I want to see the first page again. Yeah. Um, now this is your uh, choice. Yep. I I don't want to take up a lot of time. I, I'm 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 going to go with law, law and justice. Okay. I got a lawyer friend. <laughs> now, okay, lawyer, not law enforcement, not not cop, FBI, right. like that. This is no, lawyer, law. just yeah, law. lawyer, judge, whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right, good enough. Good enough. And then there's the filling in the blanks. This is uh, the unnecessary stuff for, for what we're doing right now. The name of your hero, is your hero male, female? How tall are you? How much do you weigh? What's your hair color? Uh, uh, what job do you have to get the resources you have? Uh, what's your specific origin? Like, how did you get into the hearing biz? You know, you, you would make all this up. You and the Game Master would come up with this together. Now, in our next segment, we're going to go over what these powers are, how powerful they're going to be, and, and how, do we, how do we, you know, adjudicate that, and things like power stunts. So let's look at some, uh, some comments right now. I only start a couple. Uh, uh, what does Wonder Woman fall under? Wonder for... Woman falls under. She's not an alien because she was born on Earth. So, so a lot, a lot of the chat said alien. A lot of the chat said alien. I understand that, but she's not a full god. She's a half god. Hercules was also not an alien. He was okay. born from a human and on Earth. So technically, not an alien. I would say altered human. Because the because of the alien DNA, but that is a judgment call based on your GM. I could see that I, I could see Wonder Woman being called an alien. I could see it. I could understand it. I don't agree with it, but I could understand it. Okay. Uh, Raven says some of the powers let you make appropriate trade offs. You can build a theme. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, you you and your game master can get can get together, and okay, I got these powers. This power just doesn't fit the others, 
or it doesn't fit the vision I was going for. And if, if you explain your vision to the game master, he can just replace that power, let you roll again, or give you a specific power that is more in line with the vision of your character. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. There is a character generation process that is just you describing your character and then the game master giving you powers and, uh, and, and levels of ability appropriate to your, to your description. Where you just you're telling a story and the game master is writing down your stats and powers as you go. Your your talents as you go, your contacts as you go in your story. Uh says, by the way, there's a there's a few modern revisions to face rip if you want to touch on that later for people who want to try some more recent versions. Yeah, we mentioned at the beginning, although well, the beginning of the last video, I guess. Yeah. Um, where there's what facerip.org, I think it is. There are a couple of different uh, websites out there. And like there's that drive through RPG book. Right. So, but I don't pay $24.99 for a PDF from anybody. <laughs> I understand. And then there's one more from Thomas Bobo. Well, I was going to put that up. Oh, I, it, I think it's the same one that you, uh, is it the, the Hercules one? This, this, yeah, oh. I'll say this. I'll, I'll say that this game seems a bit more general than other games like Play Game Heroes. Yes. yes. Yes, Palladium and Heroes Unlimited. Yeah, it is it is a lot a lot less crunchy because they 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 want the they want to give the game master the ability to make judgment calls not not just during gameplay but during the character creation process as well to give everyone their heroic feel. I think you know? that you know what this reminds me of without all the the nonsense of character creation it reminds me more of a champion thing so like when you do heroes unlimited you're making a pretty particular type of character you can yeah. work it all out but you're making a pretty particular type of character this one without the points seems a little bit more in line with champions i know it might seem the exact opposite how can a game this open be closer to champions because this one's about okay what do you want what do you want and I, I, I might not no, give you all the same powers, but I mean, I understand. And then there's this, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hercules in Marvel comics is an alien. I, I, if you're at my table, I would disagree. Uh, um, his dad, Zeus, alien. Athena, alien. Kronos, alien. Hercules, half human. Born on earth from a human mother. Alien is not from Earth. He is from Earth. I would argue that. Same with Wonder Woman. All right. Next, we are going to get into powers. All the powers that he rolled, what uh, what they mean, and how much oomph do they have. And you have the power to like, subscribe, and share. Booyah. All right, let me let me get to the right page first. Let me get to the right page. Oh, did I miss it? I must have missed it. Oh, good job. Come on, butthead. You can do it. You can do it. You got this, buddy. 
Okay, I rolled on column four of the random ranks table. Okay. I want to be a Ninja Turtle. You can't be a Ninja Turtle. Because hmm. it's not Marvel? Is that why? Yep. <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right, for the final part of segment two today, Heathen Dog is going to talk about the powers, and I think he's going to look at the powers that we just rolled up in the last video. Uh, for this character that I've got here. So we'll we'll take a look at those and see what other powers are in the game and how they're utilized. But first, of course, as always, and I know the people on stream are like, oh my God, again? Well, you know what? It's for the video side of it. There you go. Hashtag RPGate. I'm phoning it in now. That's right, folks. I'm phoning it in. You know what this is. If not, watch a previous video. You'll know what that is. Hey, but there's a charity for you. Be a super fantastic person. Be that superhero that you always wanted to be. Use your power to support the charity or Legion of Myth. And that's our schedule. If you like video games, watch Heathen Dog play MechWarrior 5 currently with uh, three other weirdos that are out there getting blown up in the face. Or watch tabletop RPG discussions <laughs> on uh, Sundays and Fridays. And that's our disclaimer. And that's the subscribe. And that's his banner. Bam, look at that. All right, now, it says that uh, to, to roll your power rank, which is you know, how powerful your power is, you would roll on table four of the of the uh, face rip table. So you're rolling as if you're a robot because it goes from feeble to monstrous. Okay, I'm so a robot what is your What is your first power? Is that the fire? First power is uh, distance attack fire. Fire generation, roll. Jeez, ah, almost threw the dice on the floor. Sloppy dice, drink twice. I got a 57. That is remarkable. Right. RM. Yep. And your next okay. power is? Uh, magnetic manipulation. Energy. All right. Power. Roll it. I got an 85. Really? That is incredible. I N. Yay. I got something incredible. All right. Now I have psychionic detection. Psionic detection. Roll it. <laughs> a 98. I'm getting better. Amazing. AM. I can detect those damn dirty psychics and with my yes, incredible magnetic manipulation fire, burn them alive! Crispy fry them! And, oh, I thought I got a 99. I did not. I got a 69 for stunning missile. Stunning missile 69. That is remarkable. RM. I was going to start to disbelieve my own rolls if I got a 99 there. And, okay, so that's it for powers. Okay. And that's that's all we need for right now. Okay. So we will look at your, your powers. Mm-hmm. And we will see what we'll start with fire generation. We'll get the explanation for that. See what happens. Okay. Uh, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Do, 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 do. Powers. Appendix A. Thank you. There we go. Resistance senses. We're not going to go in order. We're going to go in order that you rolled. Weather control, no. Electrical manipulation, fire, where's fire manipulation? Light manipulation, sound manipulation, dark force, gravity. The hell, dude? Did I miss it? Yeah, I must've missed it, don't worry. We're gonna start with gravity control. Your gravity manipulation power. The hero with this power can alter the attractive forces of Wait, was it was I, it gravity? I, no, magnetic. magnetic, magnetic, magnetic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Magnetic is sound, light, <laughs> electrical, 
Magnetic. Okay. The hero can manipulate magnetic lines of force. Initially, this gives the hero the ability to move and control metallic objects up to your power rank size at power rank range with power rank ability. So what's what? Remarkable? Uh, For that one, that's incredible. Incredible. Okay. Yeah, it was so, a TV show. Yeah. In, in, incredible, I believe, is up to 10 tons of weight can be lifted and manipulated. Awesome. Up to up to incredible rank away, which which is is uh, listed in the book. Each each rank has range. And with the incredible ability as the hero progresses, power stunts may be developed. Power stunts are special uses of your power. For example, let's say you have a super speeder. You have lightning speed. Okay, you're 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 a speedster and you want to uh, run in a circle really fast and create a tornado. That is a power stunt. You don't, you're not initially able to do that. You spend a chunk of karma and you roll your, your power, which say is amazing. And you have to get a, uh, believe a yellow or red feet. And then you can do it. The next time you want to try it, you have to spend the karma again and roll a green or a yellow feet to do it. Okay. You do it enough times. You no longer have to spend karma. You no longer have to roll specifically for that feat to, to accomplish oh, so it. So it just becomes part of your... It becomes part of your power set. Oh, okay. That little, uh, that little power stunt becomes a natural part of you using your powers because you practiced it. And you spent karma on it, which in this case was four experience points. Now, these power stunts could be flight. You can use the magnetic fields uh, around the earth, alter them to... Have you fly as long as you have some metal on your body? I would I would adjudicate that, but you can fly. Shocking touch, because electricity and magnetic forces are linked. You can cause someone to gain a charge, and give them shocks. Affecting non-ferrous metals, that is a power stunt in itself, like lead or or uh, what aluminum. I think is non-magnetic. You want, to, you want to also affect those metals with your power? You can. Now, I don't agree with this with this power because it's magnetic, not metal. You know, I, 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 I'm I guessing that it's just trying to alleviate. Look, if it's metal, you can mess around yeah, with it. I, I let's let's not get into the scientific yada yeah. yada. Ease of use. I get it. Yeah. Scrambling non-sentient machinery, using, using your magnetic field to, you know, scramble a, a car's onboard computer or a targeting system or whatever affecting sentient robots as a shocking touch at power rank plus one shift magnetic field detection at power rank minus one shift so you can detect magnetic oh. fields as well as uh, manipulate them cool so th those are the the power stunts you can have but what you get out of the gate is the ability to physically uh manipulate uh, move and control metallic ferrous metallic objects at your power rank. Okay. All right. That's good. Makes sense. Now we got uh weather control. I want to burn some stuff there. though. <laughs> Let me burn things. I know we're, we're trying to find the distance attack for fire generation. And I'm having trouble. I wish it would tell me a page number. That'd be awesome, but it doesn't. Yeah. And and that's an old PDF, so I'm guessing you can't type in a search. I could try. 
I don't think I can though. Yeah, <laughs> that was nothing. Fire, the word fire appears in here a lot, but not in the search. Energy reflection, that sounds like a cool power. Body controls, that's for your visibility, elongation, power absorption. As you can see, there are a ton of powers. Maybe There's not as much as a modern book, but, uh, and, and folks have this already said, okay, that there isn't like an ultimate powers guide also. Fire, 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 energy, sound, stunning missile. You have one of those too. We'll get to that. And fire generation. Okay. Here with this power may project flame with a power rank range and damage using agility to hit. That's important. Using your agility to hit, not the rank of your power. Damage is taken on the energy table. Like ice generation, creation of large amounts of flame may damage the surrounding area, which can lose, leads to a loss of karma. Again, you're a hero. Collateral damage matters. The hero may choose to inflict less damage with his flame or have a lesser effect than rolled on the universal table. You get to choose how much damage you do. Like you have what? Remarkable flame generation? Yes. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, that's something like out of the gate, 26 points of damage. Well, if you're if you want to flame a normal dude, that'll kill him because typical, typical all physical stats is 24 health. Okay. You'll just crispy cream somebody. Well, let's make it up. quick. I don't want him to suffer. Let's make it no. quick. Make it, okay, you killing folk is bad. Oh, is bad. You lose karma and popularity. It's not good. So you can you can adjust the level of your flame. That's nice. <laughs> now some power stunts are create a flaming shield. Uh, this wall of fire surrounds up to one area. Anyone passing through it takes power rank damage. May be used to defensively or to restrain criminals who are not wild about getting singed. Create a, a circle of fire like a, a fire fence, basically body transformation into fire at minus two CS. This body transformation grants body armor at the lower rank, as well as flight at that rank. So he has remarkable fire generation. He can create as a power stunt of a, a fire generating suit that can surround him in flame, letting him fly at minus two CS. So it's remarkable. Excellent. Good. At good speed, with 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 good body armor, that can be done. Is good speed faster than you can run? No. Oh, sorry. Well, what's going to fly? Images at power rank minus one CS. So you can, you can create an image of fire. Okay. Now, is that going to fool anyone? Well, no. Unless you also have the 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 power stunt of encasing yourself in fire, you can make an image of yourself. A decoy. Hey, that's fire me. Yep. C control all forms of fire at minus two CS. You can move flame away. You can increase flame or decrease flame by that amount. Absorb fire and heat at power rank level and range. You walk into a burning building, you can absorb remarkable amounts of heat from the fire that's already there. This is great in saving folk from a building fire. It's a really great deal. Project heat at power rank minus one CS, not fire. You generate heat in the area around you. Well, that would have been good for your room right now. Yeah. It'd be great for where I'm at right now. You're <laughs> right. But you also got a stunning missile too, right? Uh, so the next one, well, okay. So yes, yeah, stunning missile. Okay. Remarkable. 
Okay, stunning missile. The hero possesses a weapon, energy bolt, or power that either inflicts damage on the force column or inflicts a stunning attack of power rank intensity. So you get to choose not only what it looks like, but is it does does it just straight up stun or does it actually do damage on the force column? No, no, no. We'll just have it stun. I've got just fire. Stun. Okay. I got, I got, I got fire. I don't need. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, one of the two types must be chosen at start, although the other may be developed as a power stunt. Range and damage are determined by the power rank, though damage and effects may be voluntarily reduced. Just like, you know, just like everything else, you don't have to do maximum damage. That's not heroic. But stunning is just stunning, so you don't have to worry about that. It's just a stun. They resist using their endurance. And we go back to the back of the book. Well, my endurance is good. Yeah, well, it's their endurance that matters. I know, but, but what if I'm... Res- oh, if you're resisting I, yourself? Okay. Yeah. Stun. Your endurance is good. Okay, someone hits you with a stun attack. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll your endurance. Oh, jeez. All right, here we go. I got a 58. 58. That is a green feat. So you are stunned for one round or one turn. You are stunned. Okay. So this for this next turn until you go again, you you can't. So even making the roll, I still am stunned for one round. Okay. If you you made a yellow feet or mm -hmm. red feet, you wouldn't be stunned at all. Well, one of the things that I wanted to point out there, I remember I got into a kind of a, a, I think it was the Marvel game I got into a fight with, um, where I was really turned off by that because it wasn't explained well to me. I thought, because green to me, green is go. Green is good. Green is great, right? Like, eh, it's not all that good. No. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's not a, a lot failure. Of... It is a mar- green can be considered a marginal yeah. success. I didn't like that when I was playing as a kid. Now it makes perfect sense now, but I did not like that when I was younger. I get it. I get it. But uh, green in resistance is a marginal success. Green in attack is also a marginal success. You just hit. That's it. You didn't miss. Good job. But yellow and red is a a more significant success. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we go back to page 83. And what do we have left? The psionic detection? Yep. Psionic detection. Senses. Okay. That is in the beginning. Way in the beginning. Resistances, wall crawling, digging. This is movement, matter control. Where's the sense power? Senses, senses. I wish there was <laughs> a way to click. Just, just click to it. Just, just like on a. And it's a really old PDF. Is, so. Yeah, this is a this is a forty year old thing almost. Almost a 40-year-old thing. Somebody cut the book up and scanned it in, you know. There you go. Mental powers. Empathy. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Psionic attack. Oh, my God, dude. Really? Seriously? Where Where the hell is senses? Seriously? Is there is in table contents? Power listing summary. Here we go. That's it. 
Uh, senses, see Appendix A71. Oh, wait, no, scroll down. Uh, there it was, Appendix, yeah, A, comma, 71. Or pa I guess that's Appendix A, page 71. Okay. Which is probably the beginning of the entire powers, and you're going to have to scroll yeah. through it anyway. Probably <laughs> true. It is. Hello, senses. Can we have senses, please? There's senses. I see senses on the right-hand side. Uh, enhanced senses. Enhanced senses. Protected senses. Sen okay, okay, okay. Okay, got it, got it. Now we just got to go to P. MNO. Science section. Okay, the hero with this power yes! is attuned to exceptional mental radiation in general. And as such, can detect the use of paranormal abilities, including mind reading, thought casting, mental control, and attacks, whether by technological or a mutant origin, but not those of magical origin. Ooh. The hero can detect these abilities only when they are in use by making a power rank feet roll. Make a check each round the hero is in range of psionic activity until the hero makes the feet or psionic activity ceases. The green feet, if the hero is specifically checking for activity, or yellow, if you're not paying specific attention. Okay, here's the deal. So it's kind of like passive psionic perception? Yes. You turn, you turn your detector on. Your detector is uh, what? Remarkable power rank? Uh, amazing. Amazing. That means you have amazing range and an amazing ability to detect. If you are just have it turned on and you're not really fiddling with it, you need to roll a yellow, a yellow feet to detect active psionics in your area. Okay. If you are, if you are specifically paying attention to it and scanning, you only need to roll a green feet. Seems fair. That, right? that, that makes, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Now, it said magic there for a second. Magic is very, magic is special. It uses the same powers, but it uses it in a different way. Because because of this, this asshat right here, Doctor Strange. In the 1980s, Doctor Strange was so OP, it was crazy. He could literally do anything. He was, he was the Superman of the Marvel Universe. It's weird that that actually does kind of look like Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He was well cast. But uh, he he could do anything he wanted to. Anything. He has any spell. If if a if a power is not listed, he gets it at amazing at amazing power level. Oh, well. he just gets it. He just gets it. Now, magic is is the same as as superpowers. You using using the same same power has the same effect, but they're categorized three different ways. Personal energies, universal energies, and dimensional energies. These are how it is kind of like a toned down, uh, given a little restriction because of its massive overpower ability. Personal energies require no movements, no speaking, no somatic or verbal components at all. They're more like D&D psionics okay. where they just happen. But to power them, you must, you must blow one hit point per round. You're so strain. Okay, earth on strain. Strain, yeah. You're using your own personal energies to power the spell. The, the, uh, the benefit of that is you don't need to weave any signs or, cat or, or say any chants, but it causes damage every round. Then there's universal energies. These are you're using the energies of the universe around you, gathering them, focusing them, 
using them. This requires verbal and or somatic components. It requires your hands and mouth to be free. If you are tied up or you're gagged or both, then you can't cast a universal spell. And then there's dimensional energies. Dimensional casting is you are casting powers granted to you by a cosmic being who lives in another dimension. Uh, it happens frequently in the old days with uh, with Doctor Strange here. He would commonly call upon, uh, upon Sidorak for binding spells. The Crimson Bands of Sidorak were his big thing. He had bind it would it would uh, put someone in uh, in a whole bunch of uh, red bands of binding. These are dimensional energies. These don't require somatic components, don't require verbal components, don't require your health to go down, but you automatically go on initiative 10, which is the highest the highest initiative that you can roll. Because you have to shake the demon awake to say, hey, buddy, I need this. What? Yes. what? Yeah, okay, fine. You have to wait until this, this cosmic entity funnels their power to you. And you're just a, you're just a schleb. He doesn't care. He, he'll get to you when he gets to you. And guess what? He gets to you at the end of the round. It's better so, than never. The better than never. Sure. And each power category is specifically for personal energy, universal energy, or dimensional energy. So you don't choose which one your specific spell is. You have to go on a list. Where is that list? Oh, it's a list. Jesus. There is a list of, of magical powers. And I can't find it because that's awesome. <laughs> uh, magic. Here we go. Here we are. These personal, these powers are personal energies only. All the resistances, many of the senses, body alterations, mental powers, body controls, movement powers. These, these are things that affect or manipulate you or someone you, you touch or close to. Uses personal energies. Universal energies. These, these things affect other people, usually in a negative way. A lot of senses are there too, but you have your energy control powers, your distance attacks. Those are all universal energies. Now, uh, oh, and and movement powers also you also under universal have all that, and then you have dimensional energies, which are resistance to magical attacks, invulnerabilities. This is class one thousand resistance to certain kinds of energies or attacks. These senses. These movement powers, these matter control powers, the you you get the you get the jet you get the jet. Mm -hmm. They uh, each specific power is already designated as personal, universal, dimensional. So if you want to know them, you have to learn it as that kind of ability. Now, there are some powers that cross that cross over. They they appear on both lists. That means you, as the player, get to choose which kind it is personal, universal, or dimensional, depending on if it crosses over on those lists. You get to choose at that point. Great. Good for you. But if, if you want, if you want a power that is only dimensional, then you're stuck. You have to get this as a dimensional power. And when you use it, you're going to be resigned to the fact that you're probably going last. So it's a, definitely power. an interesting way of, of putting that together. Cause, uh, yes. 
you know, if you want this and you want this, this could be a personal power. This is universal power. Now, this one, you got to go talk to Bob the Demon over there. Exactly. That, that could be interesting. Now, the only thing left that we have to worry about is talents. Talents are easy. I can just tell you. If you have a talent in something, it gives you positive column shifts. Plus one, plus two. For example, Max, yep. what, what, are, what is one of the talents you have? I have one talent. Fighting skill, acrobatics. Acrobatics. So I'm going to bet that that's going to affect his agility feats. Okay. My agility is not too bad, so I'm okay with that. In fact, it's uh, good. Talents. Here we go. Appendix B, weapon skills, fighting skills. There we go. Acrobatics. The hero with this talent is very limber and as such gains advantages when under attack. The hero has a plus one column shift when dodging, evading, and escaping. What is your agility? Good. Well, when you're dodging, evading, or escaping, it is now excellent. Yeah. You would roll on the excellent table instead of the good table. There you go. That's how talents work. If he had a talent in electronics, when building, repairing, or understanding anything electronic in nature, he would get his reason plus one column shift. So it would go from remarkable Ooh. to incredible. That So this is probably where I would have spent a, a point, or resource. was it a resource, and yeah. said, yeah, because I would want something like engineering. Okay. It doesn't make sense that I don't. But wasn't well, there no, one you, that I was required to work have? for the company that makes it and, and repairs it and stuff. Okay. I mean, uh, for, okay. for example, uh, um, War Machine, Ro uh, uh, J James Rhodes, he doesn't know how to build Iron Man armor. He works for the guy who does. He definitely can't afford it. Fair enough. But he can still use it. Well, for my vision of this character, I would okay. have done that. <laughs> then, then you would bring your resources down from good to typical. And you would get an extra talent. Yay. There you go. And that's that's basically it. Right. There's some comments, and then we have the extra comments. And here we go. Let's start off. So I put this, I know it's, we're not talking about this, but I put this because I had a couple of comments to make about this. So Michael Connor says, Champions is a better system, in my opinion. Before you answer, because I know you got to... You'll have some things to say about that. There are a couple more comments I want to put up here about this. And then I'm going to give my point because you can counter them all and make your point all in one, one shot. He said, uh, uh, so he's like, I had the opposite experience after several session campaigns, never want to touch champions again. Okay. Here, here's my take on champions. And where's it? Yeah, here's the other one. The part people get hung up on is character generation. Believe it or not, that's eh, partially, okay. but so I so so for me, I love the hero system in terms of making a character with a caveat, and he already knows what it is. I despise. I want to burn the pages, and I will never allow them in a game that I use. The multi powers and variable power pool bullshit. Just right. If you want this ability, it's a range killing attack. This is what it does, but I want to come. I don't give a fuck what you want. It's going to be this because I'm not going to allow you to bullshit me at the table. Pardon for cursing in in, in RPG Digest now. But other than that, I absolutely love the hero uh, the hero system. And the the other thing, I don't like the twelve phases. It works for champions. I don't like it for we'll call it normal hero system. 
the the 12 phases for for initiative other than that i had no problems with the champions i thought this the game was fine okay now uh as as far as uh, champions versus marvel this like apples and oranges it's not meant to be it's 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 not meant meant to be you know equivalent it isn't marvel is meant to be uh as close to the original ip as possible and lower the barrier of entry for everyone champions is meant to be as as close to your vision as possible but that increases the barrier for for a lot of people because you say the math is simple and it's simple as long as you've done it a lot it was so but, simple that heathen dog got corrected when he yeah, was I doing got corrected a lot there's so <laughs> much of it a simple mistake can ruin your character yeah a simple mistake anywhere in the in the 17 different steps that you have to do can make you start over from scratch. I do like though that that you can really make the character that you want. Yes. As long as you have the points for it, obviously. As long as you have the know. points for it, you can make your vision become on paper. And that's great. But that's not what Marvel is. That's not what Marvel's for. Well, somebody said it maybe in the previous video. I didn't put it up here, but you know, that there's some sort of bartering with the GM is expected in a marvel game and i think that's true where yeah, what, remember what I, w- I was talking about uh there there was a there was a, a system of creating a character where the the player is describing the character and the game master is writing down all the stats and all the stuff from the yeah. description that they they call it in this book character modeling okay and that is that that is the the give and take what, what we're talking about where it's the character's vision it's the the player's vision of the character, but with the DM's arbitration. Yeah, and and yeah. I, and I think both types of games serve their purpose. Now, I've never played Villains and Vigilantes. I know a lot of people love that game. I also didn't, although I have the book. I've never played Mutants and Masterminds, so I don't really know that. Remember, I don't get into superhero games. That's more that's more him. And I and then what you play. Heroes Unlimited, Champions, and and Marvel. I mean, do you need another sh- superhero game for your collection? <laughs> like, because I think each one of those fits. One's a very, uh, like you said, entry level, and that's not said in a bad way. Somebody compared it to Beck Me before, and I'm like, I think that's a good comparison. That's a great way. Instead of throwing a D and D first edition at somebody, just start them off with Beck Me. Start them off with Marvel superheroes, and then you can go to Heroes Unlimited, where it's more. Uh, I don't want to say this. It's not class oriented, but. Uh, Oh, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, the difference between Marvel and Heroes Unlimited is is you you go from standardized build a bear type stuff like mm-hmm. you, this body this head this whatever and then you get what you get and then you move on to Heroes Unlimited and that's more that's more of a, a simple Legos where you you can make whatever you want but it's gonna be with generic parts and then when you go to Champions. Now you're dealing with the with the Death Star set of Legos where you have specialized pieces that you need to put in just the right spot to make the vision of what you want come true. So it adds complexity each step, but it also adds to to uh, your uh, players uh, satisfaction because the what the character they're playing is closer and closer to the vision they had in their head when they started. And as far as champions, because champions was pretty, I mean, for me, it was pretty simplistic. I mean, some people get a little weird out by OCV and DCV. I didn't have much of a problem with that because the game master we had, because you were in the same game I was in, um, just kept it moving. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal. And people didn't try to, you know, 
Well, but really, I should be able. In fact, I was the one that was having heartburn in the game because at that point, for whatever reason, and it's funny, he and I have talked about it. I cannot go back to this mentality now to explain to you what I was thinking. I just know what I was thinking. I couldn't get over the fact range killing attack. Yeah, that that was I, I, a generic thing that uh, hit people from range and did lethal damage. No, I have a goo gun. Yeah, it's range. No, I have a good, you know, like, like I couldn't, I, I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that his pistol, his flamethrower, his uh, whatever was the same as what I was doing for whatever reason. Like I said, I can't mimic that now. I fully get it. But I, I so I was struggling with that. Uh, then like, how do I make my power do this? Max, it's just a range killing attack with this obvious accessible focus, whatever. Like, but what I want is <laughs> like, yes, we know what you want. Just fucking write it down. So, um, Anyway, yeah, uh, now let's go on to the next one. Uh, so the ultimate power is definitely added a lot. It's the face rip equip uh, equivalent of Unearthed Arcana. And somebody did say uh, also in the mix here that it's a both love-hate book. Like there are some things in there yeah. that might not be so good. Yeah, uh, the, the the unlimited powers, the ultimate, ultimate power, sorry, the ultimate powers book. It adds a lot of different powers that that came out in the in a few years after the original printing of this book but it also adds more complexity. And that's not what I'm looking for when I'm playing Marvel. So I don't use it. Okay. I have it, but I don't use it because I'm not looking for that. So where, where is good in face trip? Where is good? Uh, at that, what were you talking about that? Oh, you were talking about, uh, I think you just talked about you, you, you're supposed to play good characters. Yes, you're you're supposed you're playing heroes. This is Marvel. You are a superhero. You're supposed to play a hero. There is no there are no rules for playing anti-heroes or bad guys. There isn't. You don't. There's no option for that. You are a superhero. Get over it. Or get off the table. You can always house rule anything you want, but as far as the core game goes. But if you're playing a bad guy and you're playing Marvel superheroes, you're literally playing it wrong. How would you how would you do something like um like like a Batman type? That's that's a very gray area character sometimes. Well, the cool thing about Batman is he doesn't kill anyone. And he doesn't do property. No, in the movies he has property. In the comics, he doesn't do property damage, but in the in the Batman begins batman whatever you know dark knight whatever there's a lot of property damage so he's losing all of his karma but uh in in the comics he didn't do a lot of property damage he he only scared bad guys he never really hurt anyone never killed anyone so he could get away with it and he didn't care about his popularity and he okay. didn't care about karma because he had already spent a decade training himself he was done training okay. he didn't need to better himself he was peak when he started being Batman, he was already peak Batman. So he doesn't care. He can do it. He's a special case. Doesn't care. Everyone else, very affected by karma and popularity. As, gotcha. as if, if you, if you watch any of the uh, justice league cartoons, Batman don't give a crap about what people think about him at all. At all. But what, what's that going to look like? I don't care. We should turn ourselves in. Result, results, not, not people's yeah, feelings. He cares about results. He doesn't care about people's fifis. All right? Um, Good is not a stat. 
Good is not a stat. Good is is a, a, a oh yeah yeah it's a it's rating a, yeah it's a rating good yeah is a rating. But face rip is fighting, agility, strength, endurance, reason, intuition, and psyche. Good can be a rating of one of those stats, but is not a stat in itself. Um, and for violence solves everything. I bought my book a long, long time ago before I oh, knew yeah. anything about any. This yeah, is you can a, see, this thing is worn. Well, he's talking about mutants and masterminds. Um, oh. I bought mine a long, long time ago. I thought I was going to be in a mutants and masterminds game many, many years ago. And uh, the game never yeah. came to fruition. That's why I bought it. I, it was long before I knew anything about anybody's companies. Yeah. The game master is called a judge mm -hmm. because he's all judgy. <laughs> now, now to, this is a TSR product. Yeah. This is a TSR product. So, so Wizards probably owns it and is bearing it. Um, probably. Is Dimensional Magic a ticking time bomb like the Rifter from Rifts? Uh, no, it is not. It is not. The, the 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 dimensional entity can't do anything to you except if you pissed him off in a specific way not give you access to his energies that's so you'd, you'd have to want it to happen yeah yeah i mean you have to piss him off or else he's going to be fine with it you have to piss him off so if uh if if you have a spell that you have to call upon a, an evil god to get power from you can nothing bad will happen to you unless you offend the evil god specifically and what i mean is you you uh using powers to stop his minions on the, on that dimension from doing their evil works then he may cut access to his energies for your spell that's it that's all he can do because uh cosmic dimensional entities usually can't visit earth they're just not allowed. There's nothing you can do except stop you from using that power. Sucks, but hey, you shouldn't have been called upon evil God, dumbass. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, it's, we're, we're running late. I only had two segments, but we're running late. Uh, it's good. I know the equipment thing was long. So, uh, yeah. oh, let me, actually, I'm sorry. Let me finish this one up. Okay. Uh, so we have one more set of comments to do. Cheapers, creepers. Let me get this on the screen. Uh, after I do that. Okay. Comments from last week. Secrets of the Coalition. Heroes of Humanity. All right. People had I some thoughts it. about, I mean, you, a lot of people, I don't know if I put them on here, but a lot of people had some thoughts about you liking the Coalition. Yeah. Uh, people don't get it. It was just fun. Yeah. So, ninth in-depth in depth video, guys. I can see how enthusiastic Heathen Dog is about the Coalition. My wife overheard this video and was like, why does that guy sound so serious? <laughs> I'm turning into the skid, damn it. Uh, I'm very interested in Heathen Dog's take on the new Coalition Manhunters book. Also, I think it would be cool to see a Glitter Boy specific video recapping the material from the main book and then going to that awesome material in Rifter 85. Okay, I probably won't do anything in a Rifter because I only want to do official source books and world books. But, you know, if I get enough, I suppose I will. But the uh, new Coalition Manhunters book, uh, from what I understand, I don't own it. But from what I understand, it's uh, it's more skills, abilities, and stuff like that. Maybe a couple of OCCs for uh, specific bounty hunter type work, which is fine if if that's the kind of campaign you want to run. Then buy this book. But that's the beautiful thing about Palladium books is you don't need to catch them all. They're not Pokemon. You you can get exactly what you need for your campaign, and you don't need any more. 
So I wouldn't get that unless I was a specific bounty hunter-ish type campaign. Um, and just to be clear, there were a few comments on there about, man, Heathen Dog should be a recruiter for, for the coalition. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> maybe I'll have him do a, a video on recruitment for the coalition. Go buy a costume. Go. <laughs> there you go. Um, Retro says, uh, there are world books on the Minion Warriors. I have them. About 95% of everything, riffs, and most everything else. I'm Good short week. in most of the fantasy RPG stuff. There's a ton of it. And the Dead Rain stuff, because I don't like Palladium version of zombies. I don't like any zombies, so he doesn't like zombies at all. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I, I believe uh, someone else wrote a comment that the World Book uh, ten, eleven, and twelve. Yeah, dealt with yeah. the mini war. Yeah, I didn't want to get specific because uh, I think that was actually his comment, uh, or maybe oh. it was somebody else's. But uh, yeah, I didn't want to get specific on that. I also didn't clip out any of the comments that talked about you. Do know that they're just like Hitler, right? <laughs> it's like, guys, it's a game. Yeah. Dude, no, nobody in the game is like Hitler. We know. All right, <laughs> that, that you you think they're bad. That's good. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm not saying the emperor is great, but I'm saying in that situation, uh, I'd wave a flag. You know what I'm saying? I just uh... it's understand. Like I said before, it's understandable if you understand human nature. It's understandable why a lot of people would want to fly that banner and yeah. even fight for that banner. And it's not about it. racism. It's about security. Yeah. And there are people, no matter what you think of Ben Franklin, who will give up their security. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the next one? Um, I want to see Heathen Dog GM a Heroes of Humanity campaign. I don't think the coalition is perfect, but seeing them kick some DBS would be awesome. See, look, you're all excited about, about uh, killing all them damn DBs. That's great. You don't have to be part of the coalition to stomp bugs dead. But it helps because they give you big guns. But what about the D- <laughs> they give you big guns? Yeah. What about the DBs that came through? They didn't want to come through. They're peaceful, and they're just not from here. They're from Palladium Fantasy, or they're a Heroes Unlimited character that well, you know, uh, you know got rifted over. You know what? I think of it this way: falling through a rift onto Rift's Earth is very much like falling into a pit trap with uh with poo covered spikes on the bottom it's unfortunate but the result is the same you're gonna die slowly slowly and horribly (laughs) and that's your fate now did i do that to you no the universe did but hey the universe did that to you actually two universes did that to you the one you came from and the one you went to is that my fault no is that your fault no but it is what it is bad things happen to good people all the time and it's and not some, the game master's job to... people <laughs> yeah. nothing bad happens to them at all they just win that's the way it is all right and that's gonna finish it for oh my god this long streamy video or whatever uh segment three has got to blow by quickly here so uh I'm never gonna. I, I have. I have to work tomorrow, and I'm never gonna get these videos <laughs> segmented yeah. and so forth. So, so uh, I'm screwed. Yeah, especially since I can't work out of my work. I mean, I never did. Uh, next week, there you go. That's what uh, Heathen Dog's covering next week. And so, I'll get the link out there for folks. Those are the rules. Look at it on the screen if you want to join us. Uh, yes, Mac. There's always a third segment. It's just that we don't actually put them out as videos. This is only if you're here yeah, and special and love us that much 
be here live. The only people who get to see this are the people who have access to the entire full uh, basic yeah. members. All the people yeah. with the little member numbers on it, they get to see it. Oh, you, yep. you sent out the link already? Okay. I did. You got to send it on Rumble, though. I did. Okay. I did that one first. Good job. So go. now the rules are remember, talk about Mutant Chronicles, talk about Marvel. That's it. You get one follow up and you're gone. I'm not going to forget. Oh, no, no. He's not going to forget because oh. he's paying for it later. I am. All right, my hawker, what you got? Oh, oh, there we go. Uh, one of the things that that I, you always sound surprised when you come in here. Like you're I the know. one that clicked on the link to come in. It's not a surprise. <laughs> it's okay. No, go ahead. Well, it's more like a surprise uh, when you guys start talking to me than that I'm here. But whatever. Anyways, <laughs> uh, one of the things that amused me about that is like the discussion of Doctor Strange yeah. specifically, which. We're probably ignoring intentionally, but like uh, the discussion of how exactly uh, the process works of Doctor Strange borrowing the power of Kitarak. Okay. The funny thing is that there's actually a rather long list of entities like that uh, that Doctor Strange has borrowed power from, and sometimes Doctor Strange and one of his enemies have borrowed power from the same entity in the same fight. That gets. Yep. No, it's, it's not weird at all. I mean, <laughs> think of it this way. These are cosmic level beings, basically gods in their own dimension. Do they actually give a crap about your lowly mortal problems? No, they only get, they only give a crap that you call upon them because that's a kind of worship for them. It actually increases their presence on your plane of existence. That's a good thing. So they really mostly don't care what you use it for unless it goes against their personal interest, which is very special case. I saw in chat that, uh, well, if, if you're, if you try and use the, the crimson bands of, I pronounce it Sidorak, but of, of, of Sidorak on the juggernaut, who is the basically avatar of Sidorak on this dimension, then he might, he might have some feelings about that and, and cut you off. That's entirely legit. But if him and Baron Mordo are fighting each other and both of them call her on Sidorak, Sidorak doesn't care. He's got no skin in this game. But if there's more people casting a spell, more people pumping his dimensional energies into your dimension, that increases his power, even if only by an infinitesimal amount. Right. Uh, well, one of the other things about that, though, is that uh, did you ever read the uh, Wager of the Octessence storyline? Well, it's basically the same logic that you were just talking about, but taken to the next level where Juggernaut and seven other similarly powerful beings decide to have a fight on Earth to decide which of, the, of their eight uh, patron deities is uh, the most powerful. The most powerful, yeah. Okay, no, I, I can see that, yeah. And but, there, there, right. there, were, there were a whole bunch of, uh, of uh, uh, Juggernaut-based lore on that where Sidorak uh, uh, abandoned him and uh, Colossus was the avatar of Sidorak for a time and all kinds of stuff. There yeah. The, all kinds of stuff the, the interesting thing though, is that the guy who uh, did the uh, Octessent story did research in the comics and identified a list of eight beings who Dr. Strange had called on at one point in time for, for power. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He used to call on Dormammu, but he stopped doing that. But yeah, thank you, Mar Hawkman. All right, Mar Hawkman. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Uh, I put up the last call already. I know it's kind of quick, but since there is no follow up to Mark Hawkman, yeah, yeah, and (laughs) we're all late this time. Once we hit that four hours, see, the four hour mark is supposed to be the maximum. You know, three hours is like kind of the goal, but these. These segments we've been doing have been a little longer. I get it. Um, and it's, it's all good. I'm hoping that after Conan, we won't have too much of that, though. <laughs> we'll see. So, but doesn't look like anybody else is popping in. So I'm going to set up. Uh, what do I, what, what, oh, there we go. The thank you for everybody. Thank you for being here. Uh, please be sure to like, subscribe, share. You know how the, all that all works. I uh, hope you liked the video today. I know, like I said, I know I'm going to get a couple of comments out there like, uh, should have focused on this or your video was too long to tell us nothing about equipment. Well, that's just kind of how equipment works. Like it's, it's tough unless you wanted a spaceship video and then a vehicle video. And then I didn't want to do that. Um, I'm trying not to take eight weeks per game (laughs) anymore. And this has been five, I think now. So we'll be doing six and it'll probably be six for Conan as well, but uh, we'll see anyway. Hopefully you guys do like it and hopefully you're liking the information as a whole, especially if you've never been exposed to the games. And then with that, I'm going to leave uh, words of wisdom for Heathen Dog, and then we're out. Well, we don't, I don't really have so much words of wisdom except uh, make them wise. Make them wise. Okay. Uh, everyone, once a week, I say week because I don't want to make it hard. I don't make it too hard. But do something nice for somebody you don't know, even uh-huh. if it's a little thing, just once a week. That's all you got to do to be a good person. That's really it. So go ahead, do that. <laughs>